Not too much. I'm ready for Christmas to be over, but that's about it. You got all your shopping out the way? Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I, I actually have to go get food because I have not done that. I wanted to clean out my refrigerator first, and um, I'll probably do that um, a little bit later today. Okay. Okay, that should be fun. But other than that, um, I'm ready to go. You got all your shopping done? Um, let's see. For the most part, but there's still um a couple of little things that I want to do, like um okay. for my uh coworkers. Okay. And so yeah, um coworkers, a couple of friends, um, my friends' kids, shit like that. That I, you know, you gotta do it, but you know, yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. Um, I got all that stuff out of the way. My um closest friend, um, her baby is my god baby. So I already sent like his package and all that stuff. Um, you know, I don't gift her anything. I gift the baby because you got a baby. Yeah. So. Yeah. But for the most part, I am I'm done. I'm as done as I'm gonna be, I'll say that. Okay, okay. Well, very nice, very nice. Are you in the um porta potty today or or no? <laughs> I'm in my kitchen, so hopefully it doesn't sound like a porta potty in here. But um <laughs> I think what they were referring to is my bathroom because it, it um echoes in there and then that's kind of like it's towards the back of the house. And there's kind of a wooded area at the back of my house, so I don't get the best reception when I'm in there either. Okay, okay. But I'm not not in my bathroom, so to answer the question. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Folks know they be hating. Child, they be like, what's going on? I mean, I'm a busybody. I always have 10 million things to do. Like, I'm never just, like, sitting still. Even when I'm at work, I'd be like, okay, so I got this part of my work done, but let me text and take care of this and this and that. You know, that's just how, I'm, how I operate. Are you, um, do you have any, like, Jamaican descent in your, in your family? Um, way down the line, my great-grandfather is from Jamaica. Okay, that explains a lot. Uh, <laughs> because I work so much. Yes. No, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're crazy. Oh my gosh. No, I just, I've always been like that. I've always either worked and gone to school or worked a full time and a part time job. It's just, oh, shit. I don't know. I like to stay busy. So, okay. you know. Let me speak to everybody in the chat before we get started. Hey, honey. Hey, Janelle Santos. Hey, Naima. Hey, Third War Columbian. Hey, Ray Alexander. How y'all feeling? Y'all ready? Hey, good people. I apologize because y'all know I'm not sitting to where I can actually see the chat and I can't, you know, swap back and forth between StreamYards and YouTube on my phone because. It, it starts acting up, but hello to everybody down there. Okay. So let's get into the topic. Yeah, about this topic. So the topic is in reference to lowering your standards if you want to find a good husband. So of course, we're referring to black women. And this is something that we often hear either said directly 
or alluded to in these parts by, you know, different people, different men in these spaces. A lot of the um, primary figureheads in um, the manosphere like to talk about how, you know, we as Black women have unrealistic standards. So we decided to, to, to talk about it, to, to break it down. Um, talk about maybe, you know, if we lowered our standards, um, maybe that would be the remedy in finding a mate or finding a husband. Okay. So do you think Black women's standards are too high when it comes down to um, finding a mate or husband? I think that Black women value the wrong things. So I think that they're too high in certain areas and not high enough in other areas. Like high in what areas? So they might put too much emphasis on something like height or a man being good in bed. Um, whereas uh, a lot of black women are not putting enough emphasis on the character of a man, you know, what a man brings to a table, even his tangibles, um, what his background is, what his history is, um, you know, his relationship history, um, things of that nature. They're just um, focusing on the wrong um, things. So I think that, you know, I've, I, I have a, a nice size friend circle and I have heard my friends focus on, you know, frivolous, trivial things um, and just saying, you know, if a man doesn't do this or that, you know, I'm not going to date him. Or if a man, um, let me, t let me name off a few of the most outlandish things that I've heard. Okay. So I've heard women say, if a man types in text talk, such <laughs> as he doesn't type out the word, okay, <laughs> that, that they won't, that they'll, they'll lose interest, that that's like a red flag. You know, if he's not, um, if he's just texting like, okay, so if he's just texting GM instead of spelling out good morning, so I've heard women okay. focus on that. I've heard women um, focus on things like, um, or say things like, okay, well, I won't date a man that names end, name ends in Quan, or um, I won't date a guy who's a barber, or, you know, just things that, that are trivial because if, you know, if you have a man that has good character, no matter what his name is or what his profession is, um, you know, you shouldn't be eliminating him because he could potentially be, a, you know, a good man and you're Xing him out through the gate because of something that he may not even have control over. That man didn't pick his name, you know. Oh, God, here comes Donnie Chow. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Hey, Donnie. <laughs> I feel like you hate me. What did I do to you? What did I do to you? Donnie, you probably you sound like you're probably guilty of all this shit. Uh oh, uh oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Probably with the exception of the height. You you sound guilty as hell, man. First off, what what am I being accused of? Child, uh, do you think women should lower their standards if they want to find a husband? No. Hmm. Oh, you should be realistic that's... in your standards. Mm. Okay. And Okay, what? Okay, so concrete, this is what I wanted to ask you because you did bring up a certain point that uh, seems to be like a thing. And that's with the sex part. And I know we don't want to really dive off into it, but um, Black women, no, I'm going to say women in general do place a hierarchy of good sex 
Um, well, I would say black women probably place it on a higher level than most other people. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, I think so too. I, I'm gonna say black women and, um, you know, of course my, my concern and the people that, you know, I am, the audience that I'm trying to reach would be black people. But, um, I, you know, grew up around a, a lot of white girls and I didn't see them placing the same emphasis that I've seen black women place on, you know, um, a man's bedroom abilities. So, you know, I think that that's more us and not to say that other people don't do it and it doesn't mm -hmm. happen, but I see it, you know, largely amongst our group. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of see it a lot with our group too, but um, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out, has it always been a thing or I, like when I say black women don't have vision, because sometimes I feel like we don't have a, a certain vision in the sense of, okay, the sex doesn't have to be um, always powerful, explosive, but if you're in a, um, in a household with a man and the man is paying the majority of the bills and helping you take care of the children and um, your quality of life increases, does the sex really outweigh that? And I don't think we kind of hmm. look at it as an overall picture, like, okay. Yeah, and that's a good point. because, And that's my thing. Like, I, like, I'm not knocking a woman for, you know, wanting to be satisfied and, you know, wanting to ensure that, you know, all of her needs are met in a relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. But that shouldn't be the number one thing that you're concerned about, you know, and in, in, in the same vein, you're alienating other um, things that are should be of, of of more importance. What I what I tend to see is black women will choose to get their back blown out over security any day of the week. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, it's, it's, I've seen a lot of chicks go after niggas who can't do shit for them, uh, can't help at all, who are actually a burden. But because he's blowing their back out, all is forgiven. But does that it does that? Um... Is there any correlation between that and the way we view black men? Like, is, is that because maybe black women don't view black men as dependable? So they're, they are expecting you to provide security. They're expecting the one thing that they know that black men are, quote unquote, good at. And, you know, that's. I, I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a take it to this level. Now. It always seems to go here. I think a lot of that comes from women not having to depend on a man based on the welfare system. A lot of women have a kid and then they sit themselves on, on section eight, get food stamps and they be comfortable. So they don't really need a man. It's not necessary. They don't need anything but daddy government sending them a check every once in a while to take care of the kids. And then they have a do nothing nigga in the house that can blow their back out. So they comfortable being in poverty. But that goes back to the conditioning. Um, you know, I, I understand your point, but black women have been conditioned to not depend on black men to depend on the government, let's say, as opposed to depending on black men. Because you doing what you're supposed to do, that welfare check is going to come. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. I mean, that's just what it is. They, they have that security to fall back on. Uh, so they've been conditioned to not really need a man. And a lot of the problems we have come from that. If you don't need a man, you don't really, you grew up being told niggas ain't shit, don't trust these men, et cetera. Then, yeah, of course, all you're going to look for is sex in a man. And you're not going to see any other opportunities, great families. 
Okay, um, one of the things that I've kind of noticed with um, career women, and I'm talking to women that's probably making over about 60 a year, right? Um, I know a couple of these women that probably could have been married at some point, but chose not to get married because they're saying that the men aren't really up to par. And so when you get down to like, okay, what's really important to you? Like what? Like what would make you not want to get married if you have a guy that's willing and able, um, he's able to provide, but a lot of them really do place value over personality, um, how a man carries himself in public, um, if the man is dominant or not. And I think that we don't, it's like, you're kind of telling a woman either you're going to well, some, some of them kind of feel like you're going to either have one or the other. And I think that a lot of women will say that they don't want to get married if they can't have the basics um, of what a man is supposed to be. What do y'all think about that? Okay, so what are the basics? Because I, I still okay. like kids that make that point, that price That's point. my question. What basics? Okay. What basics like, are they focusing on? Like um, a man being able to be dominant over the woman. Like, I know a lot of women who don't want to be in a role to where they're not submissive. Because if you came to a point where you're always running something and you're always running something and then you begin to look for a man, the man is uh, probably not able to. Certain things about you guys will attract each other. He may not be able to run something. So you, you're put in a position to where you have to run it or the sex thing. Um, or him um, understanding how to carry himself out in public. He may not have swag. He may not um, have the basis or the basics of all of those types of things. And to me, those would be considered basic things. So, so let, let, let's run this back. So swag, mm -hmm. swag is a basic to, for you. Um, ability to dominate. Yes. So, what do you mean ability to dominate? Let's let's just let's verify that a little bit more, right? So okay. when I think of dominate, I come in the house, I say, hey, listen, you know, some things need to be done around here. You're gonna either take my direction or you're gonna get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm not gonna basically that would be, that would be your ability to dominate, but if you came in a house and said, Well, hell, you what you need to do this, this, and that, and I come back with, Well, I did such and such, such and such, why you ain't do such and such, such and such. And so, but isn't that more of her ability to take, you know, um, to take that's on her leadership, you know? But what I mean? like, then I, well, I kind of look at it like this if a man allows a woman to get away with that, then wouldn't that be on the man? Because I, I've mm. told a woman to talk to their men in your kind of way. Yeah. And the man deals with it. Yeah, if it's if it becomes a thing, and that's and the way she talks to him, then yeah, you, I think the onus then does go back on the man if he's tolerating that. So, so that that main thing, and I always say it is that can be contributed to value. I have more value in myself than most dudes do because a lot of dudes will go and they'll tolerate that bullshit. I value myself. I know what I bring to the table, and I know at the end of the day, I can replace you. It sounds real, yeah. but I'm not. No, gonna but that's it. how quality men, quality men think like that, though. Like when you're a quality man and you realize your value and you're not afraid to to uh, exercise your options. But I do want to clarify something, because when we say dominance, Danny, um, especially because we've already been targeted as pick me's. I just want to clarify. <laughs> something. 
Um, a man can be dominant. Um, my fiance is very dominant. One of the most assertive men that I've ever met. But um, that does not mean that he makes me or forces me to do anything. That means that he will state what he needs or what he would like. And, you know, I will, uh, you know, comply. It doesn't mean that you're forced to, cause you know, when you say dominant, sometimes people get the wrong idea and they think that, you know, he's, you know, they think caveman, he pulling you, you know, by your hair and forcing you to do something. Um, no, that's not what that means. And when you have a man, a quality man who's dominant, who's assertive, um, he simply will make his demands known and, you know, if you don't comply or you, you know, you not with it, then he'll likely exercise, you know, a, a, other options. Yeah, hey, y'all excuse me. I have a Donnie Jr. movie. It's daddy time. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's, 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 and it's not about a whole completely I dominate everything. It's a give and a take to it. But for the most part, if I put my foot down, then my foot is down. You're just not going nowhere. So you have the option at that point to leave or follow in line with my my request. Basically, because he'll tell me, like, you know, I'm not going to make you do anything. Like, I don't, you know, he, he's not about forcing you. Like, generally, when you have a man who's doing everything that um, a, a leader should be doing, you will willingly comply and be like, oh, okay, babe. You know what I mean? Because every, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing in the home. Um, I think a lot of problem is, too, is that um, there's a certain type of respect that isn't required from men like it used to be or from certain men like it used to be. And so when you have a, a society of women who are used to getting it by, by themselves, and I'm talking about women who go to work and get it every day just like the man does, um, there's a certain level of respect I kind of feel that's lost in it because if she's working just like you're working, um, and let's just say, now I don't believe in this 50-50 bullshit, but let's just say y'all are going half on the bills. <laughs> you better believe in it. I don't believe in that shit. I just don't. <laughs> I don't. Okay, so if y'all are going half on the bills, then then what? You can't really come in the house and tell me what I need to be doing. Just like I can't say what you need, or if we say, um, well, you need to do this, and I say you need to do that, and there's pushback from either side, and there's some imbalance there. Um, you know, sometimes to me it doesn't work out very well um, with the fifty-fifty thing. But that's just me. Uh, you but know, that, that's why I always go say, ahead, Donnie. You can get the fuck out. Because <laughs> <laughs> at see, the end of the day, too, that, that creates another problem. A lot of women don't like not being pulling their fair share of weight because they don't want to feel like a man can tell them to get out, you know, when he gets ready or, you know, um, when you piss him off. Um, yeah, but if y'all are paying 50-50 and y'all are going half on the bills and shit, no, you can't tell me to get out, especially if y'all are married. Yeah, exactly. You know, That's what I'm saying. A lot of people may feel like, okay, I want to pay my fair share because I don't want you to feel like you have more control or more say, um, you know, than, than I do. There's a lot to that because it, it becomes a whole dynamic of if I work and you work and we're married, down the line, we, when it's time to separate assets, I've been paying for everything. Are you going to leave with nothing? Because I've been paying for everything. Oh, so you want some... Uh, <laughs> 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 well, let, me, 
let me say no, this. I'm just saying. Uh, let me say this really quick too. Now, I think uh, we were talking about a different topic, but something came up. Uh, something similar came up in our last um, uh, our last stream, and um, Gab was saying something, and he was talking about like the value of a person. And I think for me personally, give me one second. I'm sorry, because the TV loud. I'm going in the room. Uh, one one quick second. Okay, so he was saying. Um, he was talking about the value of a person. And to me, like, that's not my situation. You know, we don't split the bills 50-50. But um, even if we did, I think that, um, like, my man's value is, so, like, for example, his value is much more than what we're paying in bills. So certain things are that you don't think about until um, it's too late for let, let me throw out an example. Let's say a man and a woman are splitting the bills 50, 50. And she feels like, okay, well, well I have just as much say as you have in this situation. Cause we're splitting the bills 50, 50. Let's say as a result, they break up and she realizes that, yeah, we were splitting the bills 50, 50, but he was doing all the maintenance on the home. He was replacing the roof. He was replacing the sides. He was replacing the gutters. He was, um, you know, mowing the lot. Like there are th other things that, you know, you're not taking into consideration that may not be, um, you know, an actual utility or a bill that you can um, assess a value to until, after the fact and then you realize like dang you know his value was much more than what we were splitting in the mortgage right right right. so it, to me it's hard to define someone strictly by the bills you pay every month and like i said fortunately for me that's not you know my situation the whole 50 50 thing but i think that you know you have to look at because even if you for women too because i'm not just saying let me let me clarify y'all like to do the mammy thing but for women too like if, if you're a man and you feel like oh okay well you know you only pay 500 dollars a month and you get rid of her you're thinking about you know maybe she was also purchasing all the food maybe she was the person cooking the food so now you have to pay for meal prep now you have to pay for a housekeeper to come in there are additional cost that you're not, that we don't generally think about might come out cheaper <laughs> oh my god it's, it's, cheaper. it's cheaper to keep her no, 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 it's, not. it's cheaper to keep her when you have everything tied in and you know that you're gonna get beat on the house and everything else but if she yeah. <laughs> contributing shit she a bill <laughs> hey tiny what's going on hey carla hey what's going on what's going on well, um, let me chime in on this 50-50 thing real see, quick. And I ain't even did anything, and now I can't hear. Okay, I'm popping out and popping back in because I can't hear. All right. Yeah, like the 50-50 the thing, like what you was describing earlier, babe, was that's equating money with authority. And and at, at, in in a relationship dynamic, that, that can lead to disaster because when, like for the example that you gave earlier, when you was like, well, shit, if I'm paying half, then he can't tell me shit. You know, that to me, that says that she doesn't respect him in a manner that she should. Um, when you, damn, I lost my train of thought. Okay. You were saying, okay, with a woman, if she, if a, you're saying that it was equating money to authority, and it sounded like you were saying that the woman should have a certain type of respect for the man, whether or not he's paying a certain amount of bills or whatever. Right. Interesting. Yeah, and, and, and that's from the aspect of the the talkback game. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, 
just like you said, you know, well, I'm paying such and such. You can't tell me what I can and can't do. And it's like, that's not the dynamic that you should have, even if you are uh, going 50 50 at the time. I, I mean, agree. Who, who knows? Hell, he may have bigger plans for the both of y'all, but at, mm-hmm. in, the, in the current situation, that's what your finances can lead to. Um, I agree. But I, I would think that it would just interject real quick. I would think that it would kind of depend on the quality of a man and his ability to execute. Um, a certain men have a, a, a straight up tolerance for no disrespect whatsoever, period, point blank. I'm not going to be able to talk to him a certain type of way because he's not the kind of dude. Like, and I, I kind of feel like women, we know who to try. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. shouldn't feel like that. You should just go ahead and admit that you do it. <laughs> yeah but but like like contrary to popular belief a dude that's on his game he all his gears are always going he's always thinking about what's going to be the, the 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 right move for for his tribe and everyone involved you know what i mean yeah, uh, like that's he, a good point. he he may not always vocalize it um hell, it could even be because he have he hasn't quite figured everything out of how he's going to get from get everybody from point a to point b as well you know um, and i think that too though when we say things what? like as women um when we like focus so heavily on what you know what a man can do for us financially um i just think that you know it negates his other abilities and it also um it also, you know, continue, it also perpetuates, you know, the belief that men have regarding women. Because if you if, if, if you're going into a situation and you're like, well, if a man can't do this and a man can't do that, then I'm not going to be with him. Then I, I, me personally, I would think, OK, well, this type of person will probably likely go to the highest bidder. OK, but yeah. let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's just keep it real. Um, we've had you've seen the memes on Facebook or around Instagram where they're saying that a guy works at McDonald's um, and he's at McDonald's. He's the fry, <laughs> the fry cook or, or whatever. And he makes uh, $17,000 a year, but he's loyal to you and respectful to you. And he mm-hmm. treats you like the best man ever. Should you go after somebody like that versus I think that there's a certain you, you should have a certain set of standards I'm just saying like we were talking about just like that be necessarily the only thing that you're focused on or the the primary qualifier for a person but yeah like come on like we 30 you know in our 30 40 30s and 40s like you know well most of us aren't going to date a guy who's working at mcdonald's if if you know that man five years to be the manager making 100k leave him alone (laughs) you know what i mean but and that's a good point too i guess we shouldn't be so quick to judge because you know owner operators have to like mcdonald's if you purchase a mcdonald's you have to work in the business too so he could technically own a hundred thousand or more dollar a year uh business you know, um, to, to tie on to that, I think it, it depends a lot on on where you see that guy's ambition and what he's actually doing with it. You know, um, like everybody can have dreams, but if they executing them, they don't mean shit. If he, if he doesn't have a plan, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything, you know. Yeah, no, nobody will hold it against you if you dating a, uh, a nigga who's a 50 year old janitor. Who's making mixtapes out of the trunk of his car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
Well, hello, we, hello. We understand that, right? Hey, Kevin, what's going on, man? Um, um, nothing much. I would just like to say it depends on your starting point. I decided to come up because no one was up, so no one's hardly here, so I came up. But it depends on your, your starting point because my brother is earning like 26000 a year, and, and the person he's with has 35000 a year. So, so because the wage gap is not that much, the woman won't pay paying more. But however, if if it was opposite around, she might not. So some women were accepted because they have all the money in the world, but nothing works for them. So it depends. I, I say if you're still in the same tax bracket, then give the person a chance. But if you're not in the same tax bracket, there's no way you should give that person a chance. Depends on the tax bracket you want. I said they within your tax bracket. So you're saying that a woman shouldn't date um if, if she's making a hundred thousand dollars a year, she shouldn't date a man who's probably making thirty-five or forty a year, right? No, um, is no, it's because of the, um, the the respect level would not be there. The, I agree. The, I time, agree. the respect level would not be there. Yeah, she yeah, she's gonna treat him like the pool boy. Even yeah. if he has all this potential and yes, he's good yes. to her. Yes. There's no way. I, no, I have here. seen women. Now, I, I have to attest to something really quickly. Uh -huh. I'm saying 95%. No, ooh, no, no. Yeah, no, but 95%, I just, yeah, just want to give an exception. And I know that I'm not talking about all women, but now one, one situation that I've seen and it, it seems to work out is I've seen women who are finished with college and maybe they've started their career and they may be dating someone who's doing their residency or who's in medical school. You know what I mean? Because, you know, they're actively pursuing their goals. Yeah, that's a total difference than a woman who has a doctorate dating a nigga who barely has a yeah, title. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I don't, don't, I, I don't, I don't see what the issue is. Okay, say for example, you call me now, you're paying most of the bills. Uh -huh. You get married, you're now 50-50. As soon as you have a child, that person is now paying all the bills. So within the years of a relationship, the situation can change. At the start, it might not be good, but at the end, it might be good as well. So yeah, that's true too. Depends on the situation. So I, uh, I, I don't, I don't. I'm curious. What what is the difference between the monetary aspect and the ha happy aspect in y'all eyes? Do you feel like the money is gonna make you happy, or you feel like you know being mm. happy is gonna make you happy? No, not to me. I mean, I've been with. You know, my ex was, you know, financially straight and we were good um, to me. Like I put more emphasis on the character of a man. You have to be able to be self-sustaining and you have to be able to, you know, be making a decent livable wage, of course. But um, like I put much more care, much more um, focus on like the, your character and then, you know, exactly how much you, you make a year. That's was, just me personally. So was it like that if when you, you were younger, that concrete? Answer. No, it was the opposite. <laughs> you had to get it together. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, but if you look at it from that perspective, let's say you make $100,000 a year and you meet a dude who only makes thirty. Either way, you're going to be comfortable. But this man makes you happy. He doesn't cheat on you. He don't beat on you. Uh, he's what you need. He's He can lead. He can uh, 
you know, make sunshine out of the dark, right? Um, are you going to really trip on his monetary value? The thing is, for me, if I were in that situation, I am like, you know, I'm going to be, I would be probably pushing my, my man. I would be encouraging you and I'd be like, okay, babe, maybe we need to go get you a professional resume. Maybe like, I'm going to be pushing you. So, you know, hopefully you're ambitious, um, especially because I'm not going to date a guy that I don't see um, as a leader and as someone who, is, you know, has the ability to rise through the ranks. So I would be pushing you if that if I were in a situation like that. Let me ask y'all a question because this is my thought. What, what, what if he's content making 30k? Um <laughs> maybe he's got his own business and the business don't do phenomenal. Okay. But you know what? That would probably be the exception for me. Because I know people who would rather work for themselves and make thirty, forty thousand than make a hundred thousand working for somebody else and slaving and making someone else's dreams come true. I That's probably right. He's a happy would try Uber to pour driver. into the business though. I would be like, babe, we can improve the business. Here's a marketing strategy. Here's the I'm just like that. Let me business is Uber. Go ahead. Go for it. Go ahead. Let me talk about this point real quick. Okay. I'm, and this is just pertaining to this space that I've noticed that men encourage other men to have an abundance mindset. If you can't find a black woman to do what it is that you want her to do, go get a, 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 a African woman, go get a, a Latino woman, go get whoever. But it's kind of like with the women, um, I kind of noticed that an abundance mindset isn't being pushed when it pertains to each other. We'll kind of tell the women, well, you know, not to look for the guy with swag, but we ain't telling the men, well, you should go be with the fat girl because she has a good heart and she's not going to cheat on and stuff like that. <laughs> and so, the girls cheat too. Yeah. I personally, and I'm talking about not like I, I don't generally advise people on what they specifically should do unless I have a personal relationship with them. But, I, I, you know, I'm just saying, like, as far as what works for me and if I didn't have a successful career, I might think differently. You know what I mean? But because I do, maybe that's why I don't put put as much emphasis on you know, the wallet that then, you know, other some other people do. I think that it's important that you are self-sustaining, that you are, I like ambitious and driven men. So if you are just real lackadaisical and you, you know, making $20,000 working for somebody, I don't know that that would work for me. But, you know, maybe it's because where I'm at in life regarding, you know, why I move the way I move. Uh, okay, okay, Sister George, I would like to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Um, the person you meet has thirty thousand a year. Then after two years later, he has a job. He now earns hundred thousand pounds a year. For the next two or three years, you can hardly spend time with him. Would you prefer that? Um, being that I'm pretty self-sufficient, as long as I'm secure in the relationship, you know, um sometimes certain sacrifices has to be made for the relationship. Like if we're wanting to have a better quality of life and I understand that he's working 15 hours out the day. Um, I'm, I'm a big girl. So like I just hit 40. I don't really require as much as I did once upon a time. Does that make sense to you? Oh, so, oh wait, wait, wait. I need to know what I yes or no. 
No, I'm saying no. I, I probably wouldn't mind because I'm I'm a more mature, and so as long as I feel secure in the relationship, I'm not gonna require as much as I used to. Um, versus when I was a little bit more immature, or, or I'll say this: like my love language isn't necessarily time spent, but I guess it's the quality of the time we spend together. Facts. Oh, 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 okay, then that's interesting. But so, 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 so that means your quality of time for hundred thousand a year for three years. And he's working six hours a week. You won't mind. Um, like I said, as long as I'm secure within the relationship. Now, um, as you get older and you you become more in tune with yourself, you understand if a person's fucking around on you. You understand when there are things that are not right about the relationship. You understand when the communication is off. And I'm not a type of person at this point, at this stage in my life, I don't really doubt myself about a lot. I trust myself. So I trust my judgment with a lot of things. And being that I'm able to trust my judgment with a lot of things, like I said, as long as I'm sick, if we're secure in our relationship and he's working and he's handling his business and doing what he's supposed to do. And I'm taking care of the business on the other side and the quality of time when we do, when we're able to spend time together, as long as that time is good, um, then I don't really feel like it's a it's a big issue because I'm not um, I'm not a certain type of insecure that I used to be. Um, I'm not having the where are you at? How come you haven't called me? I'm not on that right now. Okay. Yeah. Hey, cocaine. What's going on, honey? Cocaine. Hey, how's everybody doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Good, good. I'm just gonna chime in. I, I don't like coming in and just start talking. I, I need to kind of <laughs> that sign was awkward as hell, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm gonna ease on into the conversation. So uh, okay, I got you. Ahead. I got you. Um, well, cocaine, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like women's standards are too high as, as it pertains to mating and dating black women's standards in particular? And I got something I want to say about that. Do I feel like that women's standards are too high? Yes. Not really. <laughs> That's a long pause. <laughs> Not really. I mean, it. Not really. I don't. I don't think that their uh, standards are are too high. I think that when you start talking about standards um, and you start talking about what you bring to the table um, as a woman, I think it's. I think it's imbalanced. I think that. Um, I like her. You can, well, they call me the cheerleader, so I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you a man, me too, huh? Y'all kill me. Yes, unfortunate. Um, it's just that, you know, I can only speak from a woman's perspective. And what I see is, uh, and I what I see, I don't like. So uh, maybe that puts me in a category of being that pick me or mammy or whatever you want to call it. But I think that, you know, women have to step up. You know, if, if you want a certain 
if you want something from someone, you have to first look at yourself. What are you bringing to the table? You know, if you want that man that has that six figure job or, or whatever, um, what are you adding to, oh. to what he already has? Okay. Mm, okay. That's a good one. Oh, okay. Let me say this. Okay. So this is what I've noticed from what men say about women. Okay. So let's say he's bringing a hundred to the table and he's a decent looking man and I'm bringing a hundred to the table. I can be a pretty woman. I'm just a big girl. And I noticed that a lot of men will say men don't view what women bring to the table like men view what women bring to the table. Most men say they're looking for youth, fertility, and a nice body, um, a good attitude, a pretty face. Women kind of look at it as like um, if I have certain accomplishments, then me and this guy should be on the same playing field. So nope. I don't give a fuck what school you went to. Uh, if you had a, a really good job, what kind of degree you had? Yeah. Men don't put yeah. as much emphasis on that, but they care about femininity and characters, you know, so there's still some right. qual qualifications that they have. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, um, so, so, so like... About this conversation, um, it's not individuality. The individuality, I don't mind. It's the community, is the, co the whole generalization of I want a guy that earns hundred thousand. This he looks this tall. He does this and this and this and this and this. When realistically, there are some things on that list that he ain't gonna have. So where's the compromise in that? Because if there's no compromise, it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse. Up. Because there's no way you're gonna find loads of guys that earn that figure. I'm talking as a individual. Yeah, I know who Ice JJ Fish is. Imagine you are the owner of a record company and Ice JJ Fish walks in and says, Hey, y'all, I want to see a $12 million contract. I give you three albums. Um, I'm worth it. Yeah, no, I'm worth it. What you going to say to Ice JJ Fish? You ain't got no talent, you ain't got no skills, you're mediocre in the looks department, but you want me to do what now? Nah, baby, this is not gonna work out for you. So but, if I can add something, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead, okay. Okay, so um, you know, when I hear things such as uh, what a woman brings to the table and I hear that okay I'm bringing 100k uh, or I am bringing something other than their femininity um, we have to understand that if you are dealing with a high performing man right he is not he does not care whether or not you are making 100k or not or, or I'm sorry whether or not you're you're um, you make a hundred k. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Facts. Um, so, because what what that says to me is that we're we're leaning into that feminist talking point where men and women are equal, right. and see that's not the case. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that, and it also is equivalent to uh, you hearing these women say, "Well." You know, when the question is asked, what do you bring to the table? Well, I 
have my master's or I am a such and such at a Fortune 500 company. He does not care about that. There's nothing that he can do with that. There's there, you know, in turn, unless he is not a high performing man. Right. Like the, the, those essentially what we look for are things that we cannot provide ourselves. And those are those things are typically inherent to being a feminine woman altogether. You know, like the right. uh, all of those accomplishments are nice. You know, they're 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 pluses. They're nice to have. But a high performing God doesn't require that, you know, so to speak. Right. And 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 truth be told, he, he you know, a high performing man wouldn't care if you babysat for a living. See, because, again, it is about the the woman and her femininity, because that is the only thing that he cannot give himself. Right. And that's why can you help me? I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, can you help me raise my family? Can you help me? Uh, show my kids what it's like, what a woman is like in, in the household and, and take care of the lineage that I got going down. That's what I really care about. And a woman, I don't care if you, you know, you a CEO of such and such company. Only way you gonna help me is if you over it. Now, if I got, if I can live a playboy lifestyle and not do shit, then we can talk. But otherwise, I care if you can help me build my legacy. Because, I mean, re reality is, I mean, if you, you know, you're talking about a man who already has his stuff together. You see what I'm saying? Who really technically doesn't really need you financial from a financial standpoint. You know, but it's I have the a other question. stuff that he was just talking about. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, isn't there value to, that a woman brings when she, you know, maybe her, maybe if you have your own business and she has a degree in finance so she can help you balance the books, like there could be some value, you know, from her degrees and, you know, also oh, isn't no there a value that she brings when she does have a you know an awesome job like you got like isn't there some value that you even if it's not as high on your priority list as it would be on a woman's yeah i mean that's not to diminish her accomplishments like when when you when you when you take into account like the dynamic that you're going to have you you have to evaluate everything that's available to the two of you and figure out what fits where, you know what I mean? Uh, say for, I, got you. I mean, for, for example, like this stream right here, this is, this is Danielle's thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a, I'm a help push and promote as much as I can, because this is her, this is her passion. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. And it may lead into something else later on, but what kind of guy would I be to, to stand back and be like, Oh no, that don't mean shit. So you got it by yourself. No. And in the same respect, if you have something that, you know, you specialize in, you would, you know, there right. would be a benefit to you if your woman promoted, pushed, marketed, or, you know what I mean? Encouraged, right. whatever. Right. As long as y'all on the same page and you pour into each other. Right. And and it, it, it meets the, the the goals and the plan that the guy has established for the for everyone involved, then it all works out. Right. And so and 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 that's a good question, concrete. But see, here's the thing. That is a part of being feminine as well because and, and being submissive because what you're doing is you are supporting the man's dream. So, yes, bringing that type of skill set to that relationship uh, definitely mm. is a bonus because you're adding to the household anyway. 
You see what right. I'm saying? Right. But when you have those outside, uh, you know, when it's when it's unrelated to building what uh, to supporting the goals of the man, then that kind of conflicts a little bit um, to a certain degree. But, you know, I think that that is an added bonus to be able to support um, his endeavors and, and especially with the type of skill set that you mentioned. Okay. I, ju- I thought so. I'm just, you know, was curious because I don't, you don't really hear men. Well, you actually hear men say, you know, they don't care about degrees and, you know, your job and oh, all that. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, okay. Now I have a question. Now, does the guy always have to be a finished product? I think, uh, 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 you know, at the age that, you know, most of us are at, you know, we're not looking to, um, you start from scratch with somebody, you know, you fresh out of high school and you just not, uh, but me personally, I'm not, you know, not at this age looking to, for someone who's fresh. Well, well, just, hold on. Just I never fresh. said he's totally starting again. When okay, I so say he's product, he might be 80% the way there, 80%. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think, you know, there's always something for most people that most people um, have that they could or should be working on or are working on. So for me, um, you know, if you're most of the way there, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I would say in, in these days and times, typically uh, a lot of women are looking more so for the finished or almost finished product versus, you know, um, seeing the potential in a guy when they're young and, you know, and be like, this guy's going places. I'm going to link up with him. I like him a lot. You know what I'm saying? We can do some things together. To um, me, that's part of building though. Like if you're, really playing, if you're looking to build with someone, then there's going to be more work that needs to be done. You know what I mean? And, and I also think that it, it, I mean, are you the finished product? Like I can't for, you know, you to say that like, does, and, and there are different things that people may be working on. Like you may have some, you know, um, baggage that you're still unpacking so i don't know how fair it is for you to expect someone to be um on point in every area if you aren't and most of us aren't like there's no such thing as you know so what should um most people in relationships bring to the table man and woman what do y'all think about that and i know it's a probably good question. A question but what do y'all think about that who wants to take it first? Wait, say that again. What should most people, what should people bring to the table, man and woman, in starting a relationship and beginning a relationship? What should both parties bring to the table? Um, well, I mean, first you have to bring yourselves. And because that dynamic is going to be different for 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 every every different woman that you encounter um um I'm, 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 I'm George, could you please like pass a scenario please of the age gap okay age gap, he, has so, house, he has he has kids like make it more specific of age. well then if she does that, go ahead go ahead i'm sorry sorry you, you go, go ahead okay i mean i think it's kind of difficult for her to do that because that would be too specific. I mean, even right. if you just answer from your point of view, what you think, what you are expecting a woman to bring to the table, and you can say, you know, what you as a man, when you are ready for a relationship, 
you know, what you intend to bring to the table. I think she can't make it too specific because um, that she, you know, basically be kind of answering the question for you by narrowing it too much. Yeah. Well, what you had, okay? Let me charge. Let me uh, plug my phone up. I'm on one percent. One second. Hey. Okay, I'll give. Um, um, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I would expect the men to come to the table with bare necessities. And I don't feel like most women should wave on the bare necessities. Like a man should have a job, a place to stay, and a car. Um, if you like children, you can have all the children that you want them to have. Um, but like if you're dealing with a man and, and, and the thing about it is, okay, we're grown. We all have sex. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not looking to have more kids with somebody who doesn't have the basic necessities um, and you mess around and you get pregnant by them, then that's going to ultimately fall on you. And so I kind of feel like women shouldn't be unwavering in those types of things. Um, yeah. I feel like a woman should be a respectable woman. She should know how to carry herself. She should be... Um, able to cook clean stuff like that and i kind of feel like that's what a woman should be at, at the bare at the minimum that's what she should be able to bring to the table i i, okay. I, I agree with well, what okay, you I'll said do mine. okay i'll do mine so mine will be you have no kids this is specific to me you have no kids I, I'm I'm not expected to pay none of your bills and respect. That's pretty much it, really. And and also, um, I I'm not a fan of partying, clubbing, and smoking. I don't mind the drinking. Yeah, that's it. If you want to be specific to me, but well, that's me though. It's so concrete. And what, what would you as the man be bringing to the table, though? That's the other part of her question. It, it depends. Like, you can only bring your salary and your characteristics and you're able to help do manly stuff around the house. But if they don't like what they're bringing, then they move on. Like, you can't be someone else's self. You can only be yourself. What would you want a man to be realistic? Because I can't tell you what woman needs for a man. Yeah, that that goes back to what I was saying earlier about it's going to be different for for a guy and every woman that he encounters, and it's going to be different for every woman and every dude that she encounters. Like that, everyone has a different dynamic with everyone that they date. It's not going to automatically be exactly hundred percent the same. You know, they may have the same uh, expectations, so to speak, or the, the same outlook, but um, everyone is different. So, like, um, for example, if I were to holler at concrete, like whatever dynamic we have would be different than, say, if I were to, to holler at Danielle. You see what I mean? Like um, the, what what concrete is able to bring as far as. Uh, experience, uh, knowledge, uh, respect. Um, 
so forth and so on would be different because the life that you have lived is different from say cocaine's you see what i'm saying i get it i think danielle did a good job of just highlighting even just saying the basics like to start with a man you know should be bringing this to the table to start with a woman should be bringing this to the table of course you're, it's gonna um you know you may have some varying factors and it may you know there may be some um different degrees of what you need beyond the basics but i think just even talking about the basics and what you feel that a an adult male should be bringing to the table as far as a relationship goes and an adult woman should be bringing to the table. Like that was a good starting point. Yeah. I, if I can, sorry about that. I had to plug up my phone and everything. Um, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're all different. You know, we, we do bring something very unique to um, each relationship that we're in, but there is a baseline that, uh, you know, we, we should actually think of. So when we talk about what do we bring to the table, in my mind, I think about compassion and empathy. I think about, um, you know, the the endurance to uh, go through pain or illness, those types of things, those unique traits that uh, everybody really should want in their relationship um, in terms of understanding in terms of nurturing, um, having a positive outlook, but also not being fake, you know, um, being supportive when you need to be supportive, uh, bringing emotional intelligence to the table as well. So, I mean, you know, it just being an overall engaged person in that particular relationship. Uh, the other think, side of mm -hmm. it is keeping your body straight, you know, keeping the, the, um, uh, the health and wellness solid mm -hmm. to be able to uh, endure that relationship and to support that relationship um, mentally and physically. I think that that was really good, um, Kels. I, I mean, for me, mine's maybe a little different, but... Um, I think for me, both parties would need to bring, you know, re their um, respect. You know, of course, you want to ensure that your partner, whether male or female, are respect uh, are respectful. Um, I also would have to have, um, you know, someone who's community minded, who cares about his people, um, someone who, um, someone who. Um, I can learn from like that, that's very important to me. I want someone that you know um, has the ability to pour into me, or as you know, to me, a woman should be looking for someone to pour into her as a woman. Um, in addition to that, I think um, you know, being hardworking, being driven, um, you know, having the the bare necessities, his own home, own car, you know, a, a job, you know, the basic things that every adult person should have. Um, and on the woman's side, I would think that a woman would be bringing, like I said, respectability, her um, femininity, um, you know, great character. And that is going to uh, vary. But, you know, good character, um, a strong moral base and moral foundation, um, being loving and caring and um, also, you know, um, being uh, willing to be his support mate, you know what I mean? Um, not being, uh, um, 
apprehensive about submitting to a male and having dealt with any prior baggage that he or she may have had prior to entering into the relationship. Those would be, you know, things that I feel that every person should should have entering into a relationship. Okay. I agree. Uh, 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 um, I'm gonna okay. let. Wait a minute, Kevin. I want to let Q in, and then um, I got a question for the panel. Q, what's going on, man? Okay. Can anybody hear me? Because it's like, no, no. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think his you. thing ain't moving. His avatar, so I don't think he replied yet. It before he um comes off mute. The other thing that I think we should consider too is understanding if a person knows how to love unconditionally. Because what I hear a lot on these panels are people talking about conditional um, things that can change. So if those things change, are you still going to be able to love that person? And that's why I personally don't focus on um, looks as much. I'm not saying that I, I you know, want uh, a gremlin or anything like that. I'm just saying that I understand that those are conditional pieces. It, and, and are you able to look at his imperfections as perfections? So, so, so okay, Cocaine, I noticed that you said um, love, loving unconditional and conditional love. I think as we've gotten older as a people, you know, men and women, and as you go through the pains of heartbreak and, um, when you go through the pains of heartbreak, I think that's when your love starts to become more conditional because when you did give unconditional love to somebody and they fucked you over, um, you're not as quick to put your heart on the line anymore. And it may not necessarily be fair to the other person, but um, it's understandable to me in a certain sense. I don't even see well, unconditional love being displayed. Like everybody that I know that I can think of, they, they play place conditions on their love like complete agape or unconditional love the only people that I really see that applied to would be like ch people's children yeah that, that when I, I talk yeah. about when I talk about unconditional love I'm talking about a selfless love I'm talking about understanding that I got you you see what I'm saying I'm not talking about um maybe you all misunderstood but to love somebody um, from a selfless perspective, to care about their happiness yeah. and their well-being, you see, mm. and so and and not expecting anything in return. Because I got when you. you. Start talking about those conditional items, then you're expecting something in return. You're not being selfless when you're giving your love. Everybody has been through, um, you know, uh, uh, tragic situations. They, they, you know, they've, they've been hurt by love or what have you. But again, you know, when you learn to love unconditionally, you don't carry that baggage from one relationship to the next. Good point. Yeah, but, I, but that's why I, I, I like the dynamic of what she just said. I just don't think that's possible or reasonable. Uh, while, you know, it, un unconditional love, I, I feel like is only given to babies, really. Because if you're a grown individual, yeah, you can want somebody's happiness. Yeah, you can care for somebody so much that you want them to be happy. But you have to prioritize yourself to a certain extent. And when I say certain extent, you can't let somebody just walk all over you, cheat on you, do everything else because they're happy. With that, that, that's not a good position. So when you say unconditional love, 
it's unconditional. Whatever you do, I'm going to let you be happy. Oh, I'm going to love you forever. I can't run like that. Well, nobody said be a dumbass. I'm saying that <laughs> when you decide to love someone, it should not be conditional. I mean, we have to use our brains and we have to protect ourselves as well. But at the same right. time, I'm not going to say that just because you broke your leg and you can no longer take the trash out, that be, the trash was on the list of conditions. And because you cannot do that, I'm not going to love you anymore. I'm going to treat you differently because you cannot adhere to what the conditions are that I have on my list. That's what I mean. I'm not saying to be stupid. Right. But that, I'm saying that's more of a, a superficial dynamic, right? Because. Right. But that's more of a superficial dynamic, because if somebody hurts themselves, you know, eventually they're going to be able to bounce back and get back on their feet. But if they hurt themselves and they are forever sitting on the couch, not contributing, helping them, that shit becomes uh, a burden to you. And nobody wants that. You know what I mean? That That's what I'm talking about. So I, I get where you're saying from, but there's always a condition. It's just the severity of uh, or how deep are you willing to go with that condition? And I get what both of y'all are saying, to be honest. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, um, okay, so now uh, this is going to sound mean, but when you start <laughs> in the age of 40s, basically, you're now settling for second best because you had to settle for that person to meet your needs because because it, it, it because if you live another lifetime you probably would not have chosen this person because of your past history but however you have to live based on the now now because you're living based on the now you will settle with that person and when you begin with a settling mindset there is no way that's unconditional enough because you're settling settling is not unconditional love but at some point once you lose your first loves, or it might it might be even free relationships, you are selling to me anyway. Well, you don't start loving a person before you know them, correct? So when you talk about um actually dating, loving you know, first finding sex. a mate, I you have know, certain okay. categories. What? Um, well, because I kind of feel like uh familiar familiarity. Did I say that? Or I can't say that word for shit. That's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Familiarity. That breeds contempt. And so I kind of feel like, um, which is why people used to kind of urge you to get married early on because you, well, maybe you can learn to love a person, but you know, the more you know a person, the more you start to, uh, you might resent them in certain senses. But that's another topic. I'm sorry for interjecting. I'm going to shut up now. No, I'm not. Okay. I was kind of, Maybe I misunderstood what Kevin was talking about, but because um, I, I really couldn't understand and maybe somebody can help me, um, you know, understand or Kevin, you can oh, well, explain oh, what I'll you were explain talking again. about. I'll explain again. Okay. So, say, for example, someone has now divorced. He goes and meets another person. Now, because it's unhealthy for anyone to be alone, he will now settle for this person knowing he's m more likely to make me happy for the rest of my life, rather than me being alone. Automatically, you're settling. So there's no way in that situation you have... Because to me, unconditional love is your first loves. It's your first people. After that, you're trying to make sure that you and that person don't make mistakes for you, 
for your relationship to end up bad. So, so that's what I was saying. Yeah, I think you're talking about it. I think you're talking about an unhealthy, unconditional love. <laughs> but, um, and I, I don't know. I'll, I'll pass on this one because I, I don't. Yeah, the only unconditional love is for babies. Only infants. The only ones that get unconditional love. Everybody else is unconditional. Right. And, and when you think about the kids, there's an innocence there because they don't know any better in a, in a lot of cases. So that makes a lot more sense. But even if your child did know some better, being that this child is uh, from your body and you hopefully you've helped raise the child or you've been in the child's life, um, there's just going to be a certain love from a parent to a child that is unconditional. Your child could probably be an axe murderer or some shit, but you'd still love your child. Be meanwhile, if a bitch cheats on you, it's fuck that bitch or fuck this dude or whatever. So you know, um, love is conditional. To me, I kind of see love as being conditional. Um, but if you're in a healthy relationship, a, ha a happy, healthy relationship, then there are going to be certain things that you want to do for your partner to make sure that your partner is happy and vice versa. Your partner is going to want to see a smile on your face. But even those things have conditions. You know what I'm saying? Basically, what I, yeah, I, I, you know, respect everybody's opinion. Uh, and so my point is, is that when you start to talk about unconditional love, yes, it falls within um, a lot of different categories. Uh, me being a mother, I know firsthand what that looks like. But at the same time, um, when you, for example, I'm just going to give an example, which I hate when people give stories, but this will um, kind of be short. So Unconditional love is is basically to kind of overlook an annoyance of maybe uh, he ate the last donut. You see what I'm saying? And 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 not making it a big deal. It's overlooking certain small nuances that one would be really really upset if you didn't love the person. So it's not to be taken as if I'm talking about. Um, you know, the type of unconditional love that you have for your uh, children because there's levels to it. I mean, see, I call that compromise. I just call that regular old compromise. Oh, well, you know what? The rest of the time they cool, but this nigga smacks and chews uh, bubblegum real loud. <laughs> <laughs> like, selfless love, like just a selfless love, you know what I mean? Um, like taking yourself out of the equation and just, you know, having a selfless love for somebody. I just like kind of look at it like it's compromise and sacrifice. When you love someone unconditionally, it is a compromise and it is a sacrifice. It is something that, um, you know, you are willing to do because you are using your selfless self in the relationship. And we can move on now. We can't, you know, if y'all oh, don't agree, it's fine. Yeah, I have a question. If a man has never had a child and he goes with a woman that has a child, will that man forever be second? Exactly. Um, he's he's well, second forever. Well, he got, you, how could you well, not be second? Well, this no. is the thing. No. If you were raised in a certain background, if y'all were raised in a certain background, and let's mm -hmm. just say a Christian background, right? 
Um, if y'all are raised in a Christian background, then you have an order. And that order would be God, your spouse, the children, and everybody else. But it depends on how you and the man love each other. Like if you and the man really, really um, love each other, then y'all are going to want what's best for the kids. And if you got with a person, um, that person is going to want what's best for you. And it's also going to want what's best for your child and vice versa. So I kind of feel like... Um, and let's just say with me and Kermit's dynamic. Well, hold, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. I did not say you don't you do not love the child. I what, say, what I'm saying is, second, second. No, he's not gonna forever. You ain't let her finish answer. Because if me and my husband, let's just say me and Curlin got married, me and Curlin would establish uh, establish a covenant between he and I, which say it's us, it's God above us, then it's us above everybody else. Then the children come. But being that we we have such a love and respect for each other, our ch children are not going to go suffering. Um, now, if Curlin has um, a difference of opinion, let's just say we're talking about bedtimes. Let's say Curlin has, uh, Curlin wants my son to go to bed at eight o'clock and I want my son, son to be, up, be able to stay up at nine o'clock. Well, if I'm submissive to my husband, if my husband is the head of our household, so in, in submission, there's a thing about submission that works both ways too. Um, I'm gonna Kerlin has a daughter and I have a son. I'm gonna understand more about uh little girls than he's probably gonna understand about little girls because he's not a woman, just like I'm not a man. So if he's saying, Okay, well, Solomon needs to be in bed at eight o'clock, um, da 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 da. And he and I talk about it. I'm more than likely going to follow behind what my husband says because that should be a covenant. But I have to understand that my husband has the best interest for me and my child. But also the love for me and my child, the, the love that I have for my child, I wouldn't necessarily get with nobody who didn't have that same love after a certain point. Because you don't come in just loving somebody's kids. That's established as well. But I don't feel like that, that the men would always be second. But that's just my opinion. Right. It, so, it, so, go ahead, Curly. Oh, I, I was going to say it, it. It really depends on on what you see in that particular woman, because it's going to be different. Like it, every woman that you encounter is not going to have the same mindset that Danielle just talked about. Um, you're going to have some, and in this society, more often than not, you will more than likely see. Uh, let, let's use the discipline thing for example. You know what I mean? Um, if if the, the lady has a kid and the guy doesn't, but the, the guy sees the kid doing something that he shouldn't be and he corrects him. If that woman automatically chastises the dude, then you are second, bro. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really doesn't matter how 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 right or wrong the kid was. You know what I'm saying? Especially if she if she confronts the guy in front of the child. You know, mm. now, if 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 she pulls him aside and be like, OK, so what happened? What did he do? And and then he explains what he saw. Then there's a, a, a different bit of reverence. There's a respect there to not embarrass the guy in front of the, the child. You know, you see what I'm saying? So it, it it really just depends on 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 what you see in behavior wise out of that particular woman that you're dealing with. So, so let me say this. I, I don't, 
I, I don't come from a Christian background. So I'm, you know, I'm more of the heathen mindset. So when I look at a woman, if I look at a woman who has a kid, I automatically have to go into the relationship understanding that I'm going to be number two to that child because that child should always be number one in that relationship because it's her son. That is her seed. That is her legacy. That should be put first above everything else. And if I choose to go into that relationship, then I have to understand that I'm going to be saying second fiddle for the rest of my life to that kid because that kid is her main priority. I think I had this conversation with Danielle when I was talking to her about a chick that I was dating. She had a son. She put me over the place of her son. And I thought it may have been like a temporary thing or a situation. The more and more I realized that she had put me over my son, it put me in a position to understood that, understand that if me and her had a child, if my child was, if I, something was to happen to me and she was just to be left on her own, she's going to put another man over my child. And that's not something I want to see. So I have to look out for the red flags when I'm dating these women. If you're a single mother and it's just you and your child, that child should come first, period, point blank, whenever you come across another dude. And if you're a man and you're dating a woman who has children, you have to understand that her kids come first. There's no way around that to me. I kind of look at it. If you're dating, yeah, your child should always come first. If you're dating, um, if you guys are in a marriage, then you and your spouse should establish um, some type of love for both of your children. Like if y'all have children, there has to be some love established for both of your children so that you both will know that there is um, unconditional love placed on these children because at some point the children are uh, a higher priority than y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I guess I just kind of look at it like I wouldn't put anybody above my son because I'm not married now. But if me and my husband were to get married, it would be me and my husband's relationship. And then everybody else would fall beneath that because me and my husband are supposed to move as one unit. So so let me let me put a scenario in front of you. If you have, if you and your kid, your kid and your husband bump heads and they don't get along. Right. They don't get they don't get along. And you're put into a scenario where you have to choose one. Who are you choosing? I would still choose my husband because I'm supposed to choose my husband. Me and my husband are one. If you get married, um, if you get married and you and your husband are one, um, of course, there should be a, if there's compromise that is able to be made, then compromise should be, be made. If, so um, if, if now, you would, you would abandon your kid over the nigga you met at the JDC concert? I would never abandon my kid, but <laughs> my, my husband, but me and my husband should have enough um, sense. Like if something goes on, let's say my child was disrespectful to my husband. First of all, I'm not going to allow my child to disrespect my husband because that's my husband. And me and my husband should be protected above everybody else because we're one. So the love that me and my husband have for each other should be established as a thing. That's a unit. That's a covenant. Um, I, I don't kind of, I kind of look at it like, okay, if, um, if his daughter was disrespectful toward me, he should be able to protect me in a sense because I'm his wife. Um, it's like, I, I guess I kind of look at it as a husband and wives, wives are supposed to move as one, but mm -hmm. it does make the dynamic a little bit more difficult when it's a uh, single parenting involved you and i just want to i want to kind of um touch on this too um so and maybe the situation is a little different for me because my kids were of age and actually um out of the house 
one, well, you know, in college, um, by the time I got into another serious relationship. Um, however, I'm engaged to my partner. We're not married. And we are, um, even today, my partner comes first. Um, I'm, you know, um, my, in the reasoning for that is because of the fact that I view us as being fully amalgamated. We are one. We are united in all things. Um, I expect him to lead. My partner will um, risk his life not only for me, but for my children. If someone was to walk through, and we're in my house now, my daughter is over visiting, was to walk through the door with a gun, like he's going to be the person to jump in front and take a bullet. You know what I mean? So for that reason, in addition to the fact that he's the one who leads, um, he's first. And, you know, that's just the way it is. Like, I, I don't make any qualms about that. Like, he's first. Can I help the gentleman out? Uh, I'm, I happen to be a stepfather and have been a stepfather to uh, a young lady that is now 15 since, since she was nine years old. You do, oh. not, you do not get with a woman who has a child unless that woman allows you to be the disciplinarian and the head of that household when it, com when it comes to the children. You just, you don't do it. Facts. If she doesn't give you that, you, you, you don't go into because my wife gave me right the authority to discipline my stepdaughter as if I was her father and if if she's not willing to give you that you don't marry them they need to be by themselves if that's how they're going to rule that's, and to that's me, how I, I do think that, that that it's a progress progressive thing I think that in the beginning you know when we were dating like until we got engaged I didn't feel like that but like knowing that, you know, this is the man that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, that I know how serious he takes our safety. And, you know, when we, you know, are going anywhere, he makes sure all of us are on the inside of the sidewalk. He sits facing the door like he is so serious about protecting us all that he deserves to be put first. Yeah. And you're not going to get that jumping out of the gate. But, yeah, over right. time, when you get to uh, I first started out as just a friend to the child, just playing with the child. Just, you know, being, you know, a, a friend. Then over time, as my relationship with my wife grew and then we decided we wanted to get married, we sat down and had that discussion. OK, are you willing to allow me to discipline Hillary? The answer was yes. OK, we can go from there. Oh, wow. but no, you, oh, wow. you don't. Yeah, you don't go into that until until you have that. Now, here's the kicker. I, and that included up corporal punishment in my. Oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> in my in my house, <laughs> you'd have been dead fucking with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wow, yeah. Oh hey. yeah, I, I pulled out the strap, yes sir. Hey. Oh man, oh man, I'm telling you, I I'd have been on a, on, a, on a wanted poster. I got it, and ain't nothing nobody can do this. To, uh, yeah, they they, they got to deal with. As a man, yeah. if someone was to, if you, something happened and you and your wife were no longer together, but, um, you know, you guys co-parented and she remarried, you wouldn't give the man permission to, in your absence, step up and do anything that you would do? If any man is seen hitting my child, her hitting my child, that man's going to come up missing. There's well, no, you need there's to stay no, with there's the no mom. conversation about that. <laughs> yeah, you need I, to stay I, with I, the mom. Yeah, that, that, that's the game plan. But I'm telling you, 
And if I die and some man touch my child, I'm coming back as a ghost to haunt that nigga. <laughs> I'm leaving explicit instructions in my will and my and uh in my will. I got cousins on standby. They gonna know to whoop your ass <laughs> if they hear about it because it's written in my will. Yeah, but see. I jumped on here. I jumped on here to get to talk about this. Uh, what do you bring to the table stuff? All right. <laughs> I, whenever I hear uh, my fellow American, uh, 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 Ados, black people start talking about what they bring to the table, it's always some, es you know, esoteric, emotional. Oh, you know, I bring this and I am nurturing and I am this and I'm, I'm that. I'm like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I paid a mortgage. Oh. You will have health care. Mm. The lights will be, all the utilities will be taken care of. Even cable? And all of that falls under security. <laughs> right. So so when I when I hear a woman and she's talking about, well, I bring myself, I, no. <laughs> are, you, are my children going to have healthy meals to eat instead of us going out to restaurants all the time? Facts. When I come home, right. is the home going to be clean? See, we get into this. Oh, we uh, well, it depends on the person and this. Those are good points because people don't focus on those. Then you get with a woman and she don't clean and she don't like to cook. And then no, we all yeah, we all got to eat though. Right, <laughs> we all got to eat. So I think I brought that up though before, uh, Pablo. <laughs> I want to say I did. You did yeah, say that, you did. Danny. Yeah. Okay, I was just making but sure. I mean, I, I heard a brother on there. He was, you know, he was going into this and that. And I'm like, man, come on, man. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to make my life better? And the same thing I would say for a woman with, that's getting with a man. What is that man going to do to make your life less stressful? Mm -hmm. I can tell you a lot of women don't want to be right. worrying about the finances and how this going to get paid and that going to get paid. They don't want, a lot of them don't want them about to have nervous breakdowns now because of it. So if you're the man and you can do it, let them know what you can and cannot do. If you can't do it, fine. Tell them what you can't do. But, uh, you know, all of this, you know, vagaries and all of this, hey, man, at least say, okay, I can do this, this, and this. And, and if they can live with it, then then you, you got to win. If they can't, then, hey, they, maybe they need somebody. But yeah, I'm going to fall back. Um, let me say this. I want to say it was Ray Alexander who had proposed a question. Um, I think he asked if black women were settling because their sexual market value has decreased. What do you guys think about that? Wait, he uh -huh. said, can you, ref can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. Now I'm not sure because I the question disappeared from the chat, but sexual, I think sexual market yeah. value decrease. That's why women are settling down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they hit. I call it whole mileage. No, well, to me, I just I, well as far as um, the things that I would consider women settling on and the things that they're focused on before our quote unquote SMV decrease, I saw people making some of the same choices. So I don't necessarily think that that is the driving force behind we, us settling. Yeah, I, I, got the, I, I got the question right here. Let me read it verbatim. Um, yeah, Ray says, are black women, quote unquote, lowering their standards or simply coming to terms with their true SMV? Yeah, so go. basically, 
that's when that's when women have hit their mileage. I call it a whole mileage. You hit a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand miles, and you realize don't nobody want to buy that same rickety ass car that's falling apart. So now you got to get into realistic standards. You got to say, well, Kevin maybe work at Burger King, but he like me, and I know he ain't gonna cheat on me. Where before you was trying to get you a baller, and you realize your twenties is over, so you got to go ahead and settle for Kevin. Okay, so I, I guess I mis misunderstood the question. I thought he was meaning that because black women okay. as a whole aren't valued, um, you know, outside of you know sexually, that um, that's why we're now realizing that and having to settle. So I guess I misunderstood the the um, his question. Well, um, number one can no longer compete with a 25 year old in looks. Number two, if you went for a guy who's earning 100k, you might now have Fact. to drop down to 60 to 50k. Now, <laughs> now I, 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 I part of your sectional value, they're gonna ask you how many kids do you have. And maybe at the start of when you were first dating, they did not need to ask you of the, of the kids. So, so those are my three points. One, two, and three. Okay. So you basically said um, you can't compete. Uh, 40 can't, a 40-year-old can't compete with a 25-year-old. That's true. Um, the amount of kids that you have and the amount of money that a man makes at a certain point, you're not really going to necessarily be able to require that at, after a certain point. Did I get that right, Kevin? Yes, for yeah, for a single woman who's looking for a man. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and also, your weight still needs to be a point. Because after a certain age, I know that, look, you can't be big and expecting a, a guy that has loads of options. You understand? You can't be like, I don't want to say. You can't no. look like Lizzo. Man, Lizzo, people, women like Lizzo get married every day, B. But under the Mississippi, high quality, high quality, high quality, and expect too much to cheat. Well, um, what I've noticed is that, um, especially since I'm here in Atlanta, um, you know, before me and Danielle got together, it was it. I ran into a lot of chicks not realizing that they're not the same woman that they were, that they're not the same woman mm. at 40 something that mm -hmm. they were when they were 25. Good point. And, and, and they, they, they think that they still have or should, they're, they're, uh, they should have the same options that they did before. Mm -hmm. um, and and not realizing that that there's fresh 20 and 25 year olds, you know, with a birthday every day, you know what I mean? And, and for, for a guy that has his thing together, if he, if he's only after the young and tender, or if he's primarily after the young and tender, then he still has more options, you know, versus someone that's 35 to 40 and may have a, a couple of kids already. That's yeah. a good point. And I think that, cause I, I've run into women too, who are the same way, you know, well, I was, I was bad before when I was 19. So, you know, even though they've gained 50, 60, 75 pounds, they still feel as though they're the same bad chick. Um, and right. you know, I, I'm like, what mirror are you looking in? But I but, do see that too. And, 
and that, that, that that's not to say that they're ugly because they they usually aren't. No, it, but it, it, it's that they don't realize that their options has probably changed. But yeah. the thing about it is, this is what happens with uh, a lot of women when they get a certain age. As long as they're still getting dick and attention, they still feel like the options are the same because they are getting dick and attention. Right, but to me, and that's the problem, then. And they I see that's dick and attention with. Somebody wanting to be committed to exactly now you can get that, but what about somebody committing to you or wanting to marry you or you know more than just call you at 3 a.m.? Right, that's the issue. But I, I, um, thank you guys so much for coming on. The show is not over, but I do have to drop off. I had some um, some prior uh plans, so um, Curlin, hold it down for me, bro. I got you. (laughs) All right, I'll try to listen in and I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks so much. Concrete, thank you. And Thanks, we'll, uh, I think we're going to come back after the new year because it's December 22nd. And okay. well, we'll, if we can squeeze in some impromptu shows, we'll try to. But um, we'll, I'll, I'll, we'll chat. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. All right. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, I, I, another thing i like to say. Now, the reason why I'll say they the educated lens yeah, is, has a bit different when they begin to pick up and they mature because a man begins to mature at age 40 and upwards, he's more financially driven, he's more situation. Because remember, men will sleep with anybody and that and they would start to have a high body count. Now, women who think they're older will go and sleep with this guy knowing that he probably doesn't like me and he has more options. Now, after that, they want to now go up at 40 and now get picked by the same guy who's NK name and now has me try 40 and you lose it. Most likely, that, that guy's going to go down a level because when he was down there, he never got picked. So what comes around does go around. Because I always say the word kind of balance each other out at the end of the day. That's what I would say. Okay. Um, Kevin, I didn't understand shit you just said for thinking of <laughs> <laughs> The brother tried. Let, let me take it in a different direction. Uh, okay. can, I, can I take so concrete said concrete said a lot of women see sex as them seeing themselves as still popping women gotta understand niggas trying to fuck you has no bearings on you as a woman it just means you're fuckable most every woman I've ever come across is fuckable in some way to some nigga so unless a man is out here trying to marry you and actually proposing and taking and getting the wedding date and everything going none of that shit really matters because just because a man is fucking all of that is just superficial nonsense when niggas still trying to fuck mm-hmm, sure they will till you die it don't mean shit <laughs> no, but um you know as long as a woman is going on dates and shit if she's thinking that she's getting dates if a guy is treating her nicely um, a lot of women will confuse that as still having a certain sexual market value, and that's just not the case. Nope. Um, a man will take you out 
I'll feed you, fuck you, and and still keep the movement to the next best thing or the best thing he can get. So, you know. Hit and keep it rolling. With right. no uh, with no thought afterwards, but you feeling like he won because the nigga took you to Rue Chris. Well, maybe the nigga had the money to take you to Rue Chris and didn't give a fuck. He knew he was going to be the quickest way in your panties. That's I'm true. not for tricking, but niggas trick often. So now you done got fucked. Uh, you done had a nigga hit the line on out your coochie for uh, a $50 steak and a, and a $30 potato. Good luck to you. All right. It does happen. Well, I, I, okay, and, and the last thing is Technically speaking, if you look at it, the way these women say alpha, alpha men, it looks like the alpha men is living in the polygamy land without the uh, with the Oxford women. We're not living in polygamy. You sleep with you, right, and, you so sleep now, with you so and you're accepting it. So, so technically speaking, Kevin. it's polygamy because, because you two know my other and you're still sleeping with him. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kevin, let me just make sure I understood what you said. You said that the uh, high-value meal is li living basically a polygamy lifestyle and the woman doesn't know about it? I said so some women will know about it because they know for a fact. He said chicks is choosing the lineup on dick. <laughs> Pretty much. They better... It's, I mean, basically, that's what he's saying. He's saying if, if if you got money, if you if you are a high value male, women will still line up knowing with like a like flavor of love or a real chance of love. All them shows when them chicks is running after that man, kissing them one by one. These oh. chicks are seeking the prize because and they don't give a fuck about what came before them because they all focus on trying to get in the door. Right, and, and in those cases, it was it was the competition they wanted to win above all others. And, Same and, game. and yeah, you, you can see parallels out here in these streets when, you know, you have a, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a, a hand, uh, one or two hands full of chicks chasing after the same guy, you know. OK, let me ask you guys a question. So when with women, should it be kind of like one thing or the other, like um, if she's an over 30 year old woman looking to marry um should she be looking for uh basically security versus um good sex and personality age at every age, unless that woman is Oprah, she should be looking for personality, security, everything, except for good sex, period, point blank. Unless that woman has millions of dollars in the bank and is good to go, she should be checking after Sir Kiri. But, it, it, you know, if she, she's not, sex should never be a main uh, issue that she's searching for on the criteria list. Yeah, okay, you don't want to be having a boring sex life, cool, but that shouldn't be your main focus. That shouldn't even be in the top five. Right. Like the, the, the sex thing is something that you can do. You can grow together if you're willing to teach each other how to how to please each other, you know. Um, okay. But 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 security, you know, that 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 takes a long game. Just like we were talking last night, it takes a lot of a lot of people in our in our society, in our community don't have a long game. They, they don't see out past, say, next week, you know. Do you think it's uh do y'all think it's realistic for a woman to look for it all at some point? Oh shit. So what, Whoa. what happens when you in a Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> Damn, is somebody breaking your house? <laughs> you all right? Are you being held hostage? Cough once if you need help. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. 
<laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> I think we've broken this topic down. Um. Do y'all have any um, final thoughts on it? Um. Nah. I mean. Go ahead, ahead Carly. No, it's up to you. Go ahead. Um, As far as uh, addressing the question itself, you know, lower your standards if you want to find a husband. I wouldn't, like Donnie said earlier, I wouldn't say it's about lowering your standards. It's about being realistic with what you, with, with your expectations um, and, and the options available to you. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> SW, are you crazy? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Um, to me, with women, if you're still out here chasing swag after a certain age, and you know, let's just say you, I don't have to go back to what Kevin said about the 40 year old being able to compete with the 25 year old. As a 40-year-old woman, you're not going to be able to compete with a 25-year-old. No period, point blank. There's no competition. Um, she's easily trainable. And especially if you've never been married before, you're just not going to be able to compete with that. So I kind of feel like if you're still chasing swag, if you're still um, looking for a good sex game, if you're still... Um, I don't know. It's just certain things that certain men are not going to be able to provide for you at a certain point after you turn after you get to a certain point that men aren't going to be looking to provide for you at a certain point. So I kind yeah, of I mean, you can give like, a dude swag, right? Yeah, and I but I kind of feel like um, women should uh, really really be realistic about exactly who they are. And be honest about why um, they haven't gotten married or why they don't have a man and stuff like that. And so and, and be included because I've never been married. I have a man now, um, but I'm you got married. a bad attitude. I had a bad attitude at one point, though. You know, and I'm <laughs> did you know? Yeah, I thought uh, the world fucking the sun rose and set on my ass. So um, <laughs> she don't have no bad attitude with me. That's Progress. Because real men don't get a bad at two from a woman. <laughs> I mean, but you know, um, really understanding like what my femininity, like how my femininity um, can balance some shit out. And so it's not really even necessary for me to have a bad attitude. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to get what I want. Never mind. Hey, honey. Um, hey, Roger, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing. Roger, don't come uh, in with this bullshit. What happened with you? What's going on with your sound, dog? What? My bad. Am I good? Okay, that's much better. Okay. Now, um, I just want to say that uh, one thing that needs to be discussed, if you're 30 and over, you shouldn't be looking for a husband. You should be married already. We, we need to stop Man. giving this... We, we, we need we need to stop telling people because there's people gonna listen to this and think they're gonna have time. If you make 30 years old and you're not already married, the chances that you get married are are dwindling extremely fast because men get married to have children and a family and a lifestyle with a woman. If a man 
it sees you already past the point to give him all that, most of those men are not going to marry you, period. Now, you may get a divorced guy who wants to get married again. That's possible. But other than that, a man is seeking a woman to have a family with. If you cannot provide that for him, what is the point in marrying you? There is no point, really. That's so why there, most folks. God damn it! Don't don't price us out the game, damn it! You can tell us our value is a little bit lower, but don't say we ain't getting married. Shit, let us have I hope. You, I didn't say you say you're not gonna get married, but the chances are, are start to slim extremely fast once you hit 30 years old. Because at the end of the day, the man is looking for marriage for a, a family. Men, most men, I, I mean, there's some men who got married before had was had a family, whatever the case, and they might get married a second time because they're there in their mind. Marriage is normal. But if a man is not going to have a family with you, what's the point in marrying you? I, I, I'm going to get yeah, sex. Without let, me, let me tell you what's the point, if, especially if you've already done it. So if you're over 30, you probably most most likely are going to get somebody that's probably have already done it, have been and has been married before. Nothing is wrong with divorced men. I promise you, there's nothing wrong with divorced men. Hey. But um, and people get divorced quite often nowadays. So you know, no, that's a good pool to look into. But yeah, I feel like the chances do dwindle at a certain point, but god damn, don't, you know, I'm coming stab. He's worse than me. I, I was saying 33, yeah. but shit, he said 30. God damn. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to keep it real because there are younger women who are going to listen to this and they're going to think they got more time than what they got. At the end of the day, you need to understand your personal sexual market value. As, as a man who's never been married, sure, I might get married one day, but there's a lot of men who've been divorced. They'll never do it again. That's, that's just a reality of so you got to face these realities. If you see something that's good or you have somebody who you feel is good, you need to figure out, does he really want you like that while you still have market value that's somewhat high? But once you start going past 30, but I mean, realistically, if a woman's 35 years old, maybe I marry her, maybe I don't, but I'm, I'm looking at age. Can she give me kids and things like that? If you're 40, there's no point in me having a conversation with you. It's just none. Because you can't give me the kids more than likely that I want. And if I can't get kids after, there's no point in me marrying. What if she got a uterus transplant and can make it happen? You know what? I'm going I'm to I'm let somebody else test that science out, see how it work out. And my grandkids can figure that out. <laughs> Don't mess around and end up with a trainee. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, that, that ain't for me. That's for somebody else to figure out. I'm not. I'm not dealing with none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't natural, I, I, I'm. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah. I agree with him. The only reason for marriage is to have a legacy to push your legacy forward. Otherwise, I would still be running around single as a motherfucker, jet set, acting a hoe. So, yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, I, I I get what you're saying, and I I, I agree with it. Um, that, like I was saying earlier, it, it's not that you're priced out of the game. It's just that your options have changed. That, that, that's what the whole wall conversation is about. Like, like when you hear like a lot of cats in 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 black YouTube talking about, oh my God, you hit the wall, you're done for, yada yada yada. And then you know the chicks hear that, it's like, no, you're not done. But you know, like if you had the choice of a thousand, you may have a choice of seven, eight hundred now. You Somebody gotta want a salvage title, right? Wow. It, it, it's the the, the art. The, the, the your your ratio and your odds have changed. That's all it means. 
You know what I mean? Because it, it's always going to be somebody that's going to try to choose up. But if he is he the guy that you may really, really want, uh, it's less not. likely. Yeah, probably it's less not. Likely. A guy with oh, well, hold on. Now, let me talk about the men. Honestly, honestly, uh, unless you have money, when you're getting older, does not necessarily you'll be going out with nine or tens. If you ain't going to look, you also might be going out with sixes and sevens. Now, those are facts. You now, say... the reason why the men complain now <laughs> because they want the hot women, but technically they have the money now, but the hot women still don't want them. So you think a man... Okay. <laughs> you, can, you can have the money, but the particular one you want might still not want you. Okay, even if, so, you're saying even when a man gets the money, um, you're saying okay. that yeah, Daniel just gonna and, put the captions on, baby. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like it's like because remember, yeah, she might still be able to find men that also have with money. Now, just because you have money, don't you think other men are going with her with money as well? So she'll be comparing the options to the men who have money. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I'm looking at stuff from a realistic basis. As a man, when you're a man and you're older, if you're not if you're not looking to uh, for a woman to to date as far as marriage is concerned, if that's off the table, the only thing you're trying to do is smash anyway. Period. So you're not gonna you're not gonna be. Who cares how she looked to a certain point when it comes to smash? You don't have to smash a ten. You'll smash an at six, seven, or eight. You don't have to smash a ten. Cause you're just trying to smash anyway. That's but, our purpose. But he, I, I think, what he was saying is, if a man, even if a man has money and he's trying to get married, um, certain women like the dimes. If he's not a good-looking guy, maybe certain types of women won't want him. But then, what I, that's what I was gonna say. Um, Remember, I'm talking about eight, nine, and ten. Um, if if you want to compare yeah, but, YouTube female celebrities, I'm talking dimes, dimes, dimes. Not man, you got money, none of that matter. Money, I, money. When it comes to women, as long as you got money, you can get what you want. When it comes to women, you may not get the exact woman you want, but you definitely no, can get no, it. No, no, I, There's a website that lists out I these basketball players, and they hot wives. Still have options as well. Dimes still have options as well. But who cares? They still have options as well. Ch are, are you kidding me? You're the only one that's going for the dime. Chicks is still chasing chicken the money. Right. Nobody's going to care. Chicks chasing the money. Wait a minute. Yeah, let, and, me and ask, let me ask Kevin a question. Um, Kevin, have you ever seen a show called The Flavor of Love? <laughs> there you go. Tell him. <laughs> well, if yeah, you ever, boy. If you ever seen a show called The Flavor of Love, now if you um follow Public Enemy, um Flavor Flav comes from um, a group called Public Enemy. If you've ever followed Public Enemy, then you know they've kind of had financial issues, whatever, whatever. And then um, Flavor Flav ends up on VH1. They put him in this fake ass mansion. Baby, what the hell you got? Oh my god. Sir, yeah, boy. <laughs> what time is it, Curly? What time is it? Yeah, 
I, I've never heard flavor. I've never heard any woman refer to Flavor Flav as attractive. But he has proven money, it doesn't matter. Okay, fine then, fine then. I'll say it this way. If 10, if 10 men are going for the same women and they own the uh, 100,000, you are still at the bottom. No, but it, it doesn't matter because once a woman hits those levels, I understand she may date 10 different guys. You don't care about all that. You're going to see her on the day you have scheduled. You're going to have sex with her. That was her only purpose anyway. What do you care? No, oh, The oh, man is oh, not oh, going to oh. care. Okay, fine then. You win. You win. You can still have sex with no. her. Okay, if you want to marry her and continue dating her, would you be able to? No, you would not. A man looking for man is going to say, who, who got captions? Oh, okay, sex, you win. You already said it. The sex, you can do it. Well done. Congratulations. Now, if you want to marry her and date her, would that happen? No. no who, who, if you're older, you're not looking. A man looking for marriage more than likely is not looking for an older woman anyway. He's looking for someone to have kids with. Or... And somebody who's divorced, and then he he might marry another woman who already has kids. He's not concerned with having kids at that point. It's, it depends on where his his frame of mind is at that point. But if you're older and you're not looking for a marriage, you you're just looking to have sex at the end of the day. I don't care what people say. That's what no. you're looking to do. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Wait, 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 Kevin. Let me uh, welcome uh, Mr. Research to the panel. Hey, Mr. Research, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, this is a very unique conversation. I had to scroll all the way to the front and speed through it. This is real unique. What's unique about it, though? Well, I'm hearing ageism, and I'm hearing throughout uh, perceptions, American versus people who are kind of international. So, like, just in this part of it right now, you got... Uh, I've been an international dude since uh, 19. And I kind of, I kind of recognize that people sometimes they have this perception of how a dude should be looking at the concept of love, and it's really based on an American thing, as opposed to like a lot of international people look at stuff from from a different perspective. Um, when 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 you're dealing with in, uh, international people or people who live outside of America, they're not even looking at relationships in their early 20s that stuff comes like later like when they're 30 36 30 at least uh, that depends on where you are that's not everywhere okay so tell me one country that it's not prove your theory what do you mean prove my theory hey okay hold on i'm gonna get my girl she's british she'll tell you you're gonna ask a girl about a guy <laughs> you you said Relationships, uh, we, right? We, we were talking about guys. I, I started this conversation talking about guys, and guys don't normally do that. But if she's from Britain, Brighton Beach, Lower London, she'll, she'll probably tell you. A lot of people don't really get together. But but, but, but you know, let me get educated. Go go ahead. So, Mr. Research, let me just make sure I'm understanding your point. You're saying that men um, that are international really start to look at marriage at um, 
after a certain age. And you're saying about 35, 36 is when they're starting to look to get married. Is that is that what you're saying? Minimum 30. Because okay. like even, even he's talking about uh, 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 Britain. I used to say in Surrey over by the golf course, I was there for probably a year and a half. I dealt with people in, in uh, Manchester. Now, I will admit this was 90s. But I dealt with people in Manchester, Ireland, Scotland. Folks was having fun just dating. Was nobody thinking about marriage? Most people who got married was like 30, 32. So let me ask you a quick question. Let me ask you this. Would you say that those men uh, married within their age range, or would you say that they married younger still? Well, age range, really, no. A lot of it is classism. Like, outside of America, there's a lot of classism that goes on. Like, uh, when you're dealing with a lady, what's her ability to come into your world and, and either maintain your world or or add to it? Uh, some people date people from their same industry. Some people date people who uh, is like yin to their yang. It isn't so much of that. Now, I do I do know there's a lot of mate what they call in, in, in Britain, since, since when CG brought up Britain, there's a lot of May, September situations where the woman might be older and the guy is younger. There's a lot of May, September marriages for, as far as what I've seen. But let me get educated. Maybe his lady got this, you know, 2000 version of what's going on. Uh, all right. So you don't have to give her a minute because she's putting the boy down right now. But uh, hold on. Let me see if I can get it. He's all right. While you're doing that, let me also say this. It's like uh, the, the ages and thing. It's like a, a lot of times, man, Dudes are out trying to what I call kill dragons, wrestle grizzly bears, really do stuff in life. Get on a horse and go somewhere. A lot of cats in America are the total opposite. They're in the same place for quite a bit of time. And so for them, it's all about, okay, I grew up in Texas. I ain't never really been outside of Texas, maybe once or twice. I'm trying to get something early so I can do something whatever. A lot of other people are trying to find adventure. They're trying to, you know, go here and go there. I, I mean, that's just my thought. I'm, I don't want I want to hog the mic. So let me be quiet. I, I think it has a lot to do with with your upbringing, how you are. Well, I'll say that in Americans. Yeah, we do try to marry early because we don't have that mindset. What do they say? Uh, only a small percentage, like something under 10 percent has a passport. Right. And actively uses it. Yes. Yeah, yeah but, so, but, but, but you know that's that's not a really good thing for men, uh, which which goes to why I think that we we are so frustrated as males because I'm like a unicorn now, according to my to my friends from the hood. You know, everybody was proud to see me trade in my dope money and just bounce. And and I said to everybody, I said y'all could have did that too, but y'all fell in love with what was going on. You got to you got to spread out. That's just like us working at our jobs. And then we start getting 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 in our bank account. OK, you need to find somebody to, to, to invest in a KFC so you can start getting a residual check every four months, not hold on to it and start spending it on a luxury car. I mean, we, but that's the, we have a huge community of stay in your place situation. I think the first time uh, I went back back in abroad, I went through Southeast Asia for months. Um, my grandmother had a conniption because she believed I was going to get kidnapped. 
uh, trafficked. Uh, I was going to be smuggling dope. Something was going bad was going to happen because people don't have this dynamic or understanding that you got to get out of your area, out of your comfort zone and see the world and see different things. So what comes with that is a lot of people in that in that mindset get married, stay in a small town. They don't ever move out and do other things. There are some places, especially in Europe, where they have the dynamic of they can get out and see things. So their mind is expanded. But it's not, I wouldn't say that's a total mindset of everybody got to get married around the 35s, 40s. I, I, I just haven't seen that. No, no, I didn't say the word got it. I said they don't even start considering marriage. Yeah, consider, yeah but yeah. considering yeah, considering going that route, I, like, I, I just don't know. Yeah, many people yeah like, it's true. If you, don't, if you ain't got no money, you can't get married. That's a fact. Nah, right. poor people get married look, all the time. Man. Yeah, poor people do get married all <laughs> the time. Yeah. But but the thing the thing is is when it, there's a biological thing that happens and me understand this biological thing it happens to women where it's harder for them to have children after certain ages. So yes, men can do more; they have more room to play with when it comes to their age. But when it comes to a woman, she needs to be looking to get married early because at the end of the day. At 35 years old, she's nothing like the 25-year-old. She's nothing like the 18-year-old. Regardless of look, she cannot guarantee giving that man children. And that okay. turns into an issue. They call, they call question, that the male-female power flip. Here's a question, though, Roger, reporting. I, I think uh, I think this will be interesting. Wouldn't you agree that outside America, they don't have an issue dating older men like they do here? In America, it's not looked down upon. Let me give you a perfect example. A Latin <laughs> Latin women don't mind the word poppy. Most of our urban black women hate the word daddy. I ain't gonna call no man no daddy, but people. I get yeah, I get called daddy all the time. I don't, hey, listen, play. We <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying no. it doesn't individually happen. I'm not saying there ain't a hundred thousand women who who don't mind it. I'm saying don't. Okay, why do y'all think the word zaddy was created? Now, I get what you're saying, and I've actually seen women who had a problem with, with uh, calling a man daddy. Because I've seen a dude say, you know, you call me daddy. I take care of everything here and there. And she, and she did have a... I've seen multiple women have that reaction to a man saying that. So I, I do know there's women that have a problem with it. I kind of well, feel well, like it's more so from a younger generation than an older generation. Because women from my generation... On up, we don't have a problem with calling our men daddy. I, I I agree with that, but 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 the creation of Zaddy is the reason why that was created because Zaddy was created. the The term Zaddy, in case y'all curious, why why it was even created, is because uh, most of our urban women, younger or whatever, they have a problem with that word, so they didn't. Never I thought that was gay men who created that word. It was gay men who created the word, but it was created because they don't want to call people daddy. I, I don't know if you if, if you understand what I'm no. saying. I'm going off. I, I, no, I, I, I get where you're going. Yeah, I get where you're going. Why it was created, not not whether it was one particular Jewish white guy who created it. I'm saying it was created because they don't want to call people daddy. So I'm just saying. I guess my greater thing is to to habitual and 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 uh, I forgot. I'm, I'm I'm so used to talking to C Rose. I forgot what what, what her name is. Um, 
such as yours, for, for habitual sister George, wouldn't y'all agree inside of America, uh, women are encouraged not to date older men? And and you you having a woman uh, from Britain, I'm quite sure she'll tell you there's a lot of women who have no problem dating older dudes. They have, you know, they have I, they, they, There's a lot of uh, younger dudes who have no problem dating older women. But here in America, ageism is a thing. But, it but really is. So I, I, I can agree with that. I see women saying that, but I also see women and I've always remembered women dating older dudes. So they may say that, but I don't I don't really remember too many women dating women their same age on a consistent basis. I remember all through high school, it was the freshmen dating the, the dudes outside of college or in college. Um, I remember in my 20s, 20, chick, 20 year old chicks was dating 30 year old dudes. So, but I mean, what, I, I kind of look at it like this. OK, you if you're dating somebody five years, um, five to 10 years isn't really a big thing. But dating the guy that's 20 years your senior is um, still kind of looked at with a side eye, so to speak. So if you hear of a um, a 20 year old with a 45 year old man, you're kind of looking like, well, damn, he, he couldn't get nobody within his age range. And so that's still kind of looked down upon, I, I feel. Yeah, women. Wait, hold on, hold on, Okay, explain, explain me this. A woman that's twenty-five, and a man that's forty, we will still compare income. How does that make sense? You said compare the four-year-old. How does that make sense? Sometimes well, that makes sense. And the reason um, I agree, you should be hypergamous. You should date a guy with money. There's nothing wrong with it, but now you're comparing 25 to 40. How, how, how is that fair? To who? To the woman or to the man? Yeah, to the man who will be fair. If a man, is, dating, if a man is 40 dating a 25-year-old, first of all, she's probably going to have a nice body. Second of all, she's probably um, if she if she hadn't had any kids, he'll be able to uh, create a legacy with her and having um, children together. Um, thirdly, she's not going to be at a certain mindset. You know, the older a woman gets, the more um, she's going to be set into her ways. She's not going to be easily trainable the older she gets. Um, or, Okay, you, 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 you won't think right. I want you to walk in, so you've accepted that. So you now accept it as they get older, older, and older, and older. They now come back to a young age where they can find a young woman to date because when they was at their age, it was right now you ain't good enough for me. But as I go older, the younger woman clearly got a bigger option for me. Am I right, right now? Yeah, because if you're looking at a 45-year-old man, of course, that 45-year-old man is probably going to have an, a career established. He's probably going to have a house. He's came into himself as a man, so he's not walking around here unsure of himself. He has the confidence of a man. Um, it's just certain things that older men and, and older men's value increase as they get older. Older women's values Increase as they get older. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Oh, okay. he's, he's more patient. Okay. Okay. He's more patient. Yeah, you can deal with more stuff. I, I don't know. At forty at forty five, dating a twenty five year old, that's that's she's a liability in my eyes. But like, I get it. 
it, it's not even on some just some it's just a liability like I, I would have like 15 year maybe is the age gap for me and you know that's just me my personal opinion but that's too much of a gap it's just, she's a liability so, so, so in reality is though if, if you look at these rich people 15 years is like it's between 10 to 15 these rich rich repeat is 10 to 15 okay so so rich, so, rich so Dan, let me understand. There's no close age gap I see there. Tell me one rich rich people you know and age gap is close. And and you think there's no sheen in that marriage at all. Nobody well, nobody who's rich has a close age gap. No nobody I've ever seen. Yeah, you yeah, have was it was ninety thousand years old, fucking twenty year old. So I mean it, everybody's yeah, different. Rich people, the world is different for rich people anyway. You, so, yeah. but but when it comes to norm, when it comes to normal people, if you date a woman who's fifteen years younger than you, there are people like that's like dating your daddy. Was I've heard women say stuff like that. That's that that is a reality, even though they do want guys who have more stuff than them. So it, it they put themselves in a in a kind of a a trick bag in that situation too. But at, at the yeah. end of the day, if, if uh like I'm I'm forty two. If if I met a twenty five year old that was mature, would I just throw her away just because she's twenty five? No, I wouldn't. If if I've already been unsatisfied with the women I've come across at this at this point in my life, and I meet somebody who's twenty five year old, mature, and, and basically can do anything I want as far as what a wife is concerned, I ain't gonna look past her just because she's only twenty five. That would make sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm but, sure you wouldn't look at a nineteen year old, but it's it, the chances of you finding somebody that that's gonna be mentally capable of keeping up with you at twenty five. That that's gonna be a bit of a that's gonna no, be I'm not that's gonna be. A, I'm not saying Yeah, because Donnie, Donnie, here's here's the math though, Donnie. Really, if you find a twenty five year old that is. Uh, administrative assistant, and you find a 45-year-old that's administrative assistant. Same payroll. Okay, so now you got that part covered. What What is the age really doing? Well, personally, I don't give a fuck what she do. So that's not, you know, that none of that matters to me. It's, you know, whether you I got to listen to some goofy shit. You kept saying the 15-year-old is too, the 15-year-old oh, 15 15 is too much. So I'm trying no, to No, I said if it's more than, if I say if it's more than fifteen, it's, it's too much. I feel like she could potentially be a liability. But but but, but uh, I hear you. I hear you making a statement, and I'm not trying to disagree. I'm just trying to understand right. where's the validity Where from. of the fifteen years as being bad. Because you keep saying it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Okay, Why? so I said more than fifteen years. So like, let's say it's a twenty year gap because that's really what we're talking about, right? Twenty five, forty five. Uh, at at that age gap, at twenty five year old woman is still out partying and still trying to kick it their mentality hasn't really been cemented so they're still trying to figure out who the fuck they are and everything else that's cool at 45 years old i personally am not looking for that that's a headache to me that's that's her trying to go out and go kick it and go hit the club and do all this extra shit she's a liability because you're trying to drag me out my old ass ain't gonna make it Okay, now I see because you are gonna date, you're gonna date those type of chicks. You're not gonna do any classism and go for the middle class and the upper class chicks. You're middle and upper class up. chicks do the same thing. At no, 25. they don't, sir. No, they don't. So you telling me Paris hit one out here with a vagina exposed at twenty five? There are middle class girls who never even seen the club. There's well, upper class girls who run the club. club. No, there's the, the, the difference is the girls who run the club. club. So what are you saying? The, 
the mature the difference is the maturity of the women because there are some women who who can't wait to get to be 21 so they can go to the club and been sneaking in since they was 18 and there's women that have no interest in the club so it depends on the maturity level of the person you can find that in any in any t- right. type of people so okay. it's just- wait, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i want to welcome jessica x to the panel hey jessica what's what's going on honey She yes, on mute. It's okay. Hey, that's the cool. You scared? You scared? You scared? Go to church. I'm gonna pray she get her voice back. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, oh, okay, George, quickly. Wait, is she ready? Okay, yeah, I'm ready. listening. I'm listening. Uh, 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 George, now can you understand the age gap is not just because of sex? Yeah. You, you understand it's not only just because it's because technically because they have the lesser age of you, they're more likely to be more su- submissive. You do realize that? Didn't I say that? No, 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 no. Okay, 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 fine. If you said it, because because women sometimes they think it's just it's just, it's just because we want to have no because you have more control and you have more submissiveness. And there's more leadership, and it's easier to lead. But yeah, some, I, I think I kind of it's harder. It's much harder. Yeah, Kevin, I, yeah. I think I covered that because I'm saying like oh, there are parts with Donnie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just need I just need captions. I just okay. Kevin basically said that it's not due just to age, um, to sex as to why a man would seek out a younger woman. And I think I kind of highlighted why men would go for younger women. And I said that it's easy. I didn't put it in exact words that it's easier to lead them, but a younger woman isn't going to have the same experiences like a 25 year old versus a 40 year old isn't going to have the same experiences. Um, a 40-year-old woman who's never been married has probably been through hell and back as it pertains to men. And so um, she's going to be set in her ways. Um, she's going to, you, you know, if she's ran her own household for however long, then it, she kind of has this my way of the highway type of thing versus a younger woman, which is much easier to lead her because she hasn't seen the same things that a 40-year-old has seen. So, it, it depends on how smart the woman is, because if you're 40 years old and you've been hitting your head for that period of time, you got all these experience that you actually could learn from. Now, if you're dumb enough to not learn from your life experience, then, yes, you're still going to continue to bump your head until you're 50. So if the woman's smart, she would say, oh, at 25, this happened at 27, this happened at 28, this happened. And you're supposed to make some changes in yourself so you can get what you want. Dumb women don't change. Therefore, they stay single. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And, and I'm not saying every woman who stays single is dumb, but that is something that dumb women do. But yeah, there's a certain <laughs> sense of mindfulness. Uh, uh, there's a certain sense of mindfulness that's not had. So I, I, I can totally agree with that. I can totally agree with that. Um. Well, we're getting ready to wrap up. So we're Aww. gonna do. I know, right? <laughs> I got shit to do. But uh um, well, we're gonna finish the rest of this show on the Roger Report. Hey, <laughs> hey Roger. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts? I'll go first. Uh, real not, quick. Uh, uh I, I think that women have to understand that 
in order to really get in a teamwork love environment, you got to go outside of what the sisterhood has taught you. And if for, for dudes to get in these love environments, you got to go outside of the boyish clown thing that some of the dudes have taught you. And you got to get in this atmosphere of what can I do to be the great teammate? I think that's the access to love. I think that's that's how I personally do it. And it's like um, you, you got people who in this day and age are just wasting time and people are getting angry because they're picking sex partners, hoping that they turn out to be great family people. Great point, Mr. Research. Thank you for joining us. Um, hope to see you again. Um, Kevin Paris, what do you have? Um, um, basically, if you're still single at uh, age 40, I say remove the sisterhood and look for maturity in, the, in your way of thinking because sometimes in that sisterhood, there can be some bad apples. And you don't want to be infected by that bad apple for life. Because remember, when you're single, you'll be single for life. That person can easily move on and be with someone else. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, Kevin. Hope to see you again. Honey, do you have any final thoughts? Um, well, Mr. Research hit the, hit the nail on the head for the most part. Um, uh, until we, as a society, change our... our or I, I wouldn't, well, you can say change, but I say modify our way of thinking and our outlook on life. We're going to keep doing the exact same thing over and over again. It's, it's like insanity. So uh, okay. but that's all I got. Okay. Um, Roger Report, what do you have? Uh, at the end of the day, if you really want something, you need to figure out how to get what you want. If, if it's in your heart to, to have that husband or in your heart to have that wife, you're going to have to bend something about yourself to make to, to be more receptive to the, the husband or wife that you claim that you want. If, you don't, if you're not going to do that, you're going to run into problems for a long time. But uh, everyone check out my show, The Rise Report, later on. Very interesting. Uh, we're going to deal with the best indicators of hoes today. So that's going to be later on tonight. I talk to the rest. Talk to y'all later. <laughs> Thank you, Roger. What time is your show going to start? Uh, prob uh, let's, um, let's see. For those listening, uh, probably within three hours from now. About three hours from now. Okay. Beware of the women who say I, I, and me, me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wanted Jessica to come back up, but I guess she won't. Um, uh, well, I'm going to take a place. Go ahead, Donnie. What do you have? All right. So basically, uh, in context with the uh, title, women, as far as their standards and, and what they should be doing, you should be thinking of life as a job interview, right? When you go out and you go look for men, you want to go look for the best company that you could possibly work for, that you could work for. That don't mean that you should show up at the CDC and try and conduct a, a, a sample, uh, mess with the, the lab and do all this stuff if you aren't qualified. Go for what you are qualified to do and bring your best resume to the table. If you can't do that, then you need to downgrade where you're going to go apply at. Period. Okay. Um, Donnie, what do you have? 
period, point blank. Um, check me out. You ain't shit for watching. Uh, I also do the Roger Report, habitual line step on black men. Be brutally honest. And I'm out. Thank you so much, for, uh, Donnie. Um, I removed the guys from the stream so me and Jessica can have a brief conversation. Jessica, what's going on, Chicky? Hi. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Okay, great. I don't think my mic was working earlier. Yeah, we couldn't hear you earlier. What did you think about the topic? Um, I, I think it's a good topic. I actually like um, the fact that you've got this panel and it is a woman's perspective. The thing is that the, the reason I jumped on is just that I think some of these men are are slightly delusional in regards to how they view their worth compared to a woman's worth so just with some of the things that they were coming out with so they were saying oh you know a woman in her 30s is basically not as valuable because she can't have children but what they're failing to realize is that a woman's um, fertility drops at exactly the same age as a man's fertility drops so why is it an issue that a woman is a certain age if it's not an issue that you're a certain age trying to have children. Okay. Some of the things they say just, to me, doesn't make sense. Okay, um, with the fertility, or you said, you're talking about the fertility, right? Yeah. Okay, what do you mean by um, the fertility dropping for a man? Because from what I've understood, from what I've always understood is that a man can have children um, as long as he's able to produce sperm, right? Yeah, and he can, but um, the quality and the effectiveness of that sperm reduces. So at 36, a man's sperm, the quality reduces. And at 36, the quality of a woman's eggs start to reduce as well. It doesn't automatically mean that at 36, she can't have children or all her children are going to be disabled or right. just these sort of thought processes that they have. Basically, that's the age that her eggs start to decline. But that's also the age that his sperm starts to decline. It happens at exactly the same age for both sexes. So although they do produce sperm until, you know, however long they can make it for, it doesn't mean that their sperm is as effective as a young guy, just as a woman's eggs aren't as high quality as a young woman's. Okay. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Um, now, I would say that I know men produce uh, less sperm as they get older or whatever, but... It's, it's what I say is a fact. So people can go and check it out right now. At the age of 36, the actual quality of his sperm reduces. So just as they say... At, um, after 36, there's a higher chance of disabilities. There's a higher chance of um, different things happening. It's the same with men. So this is a fact also. A guy, after the age of 36, his sperm starts to lose the ability to create a... Um, a healthier child? Zone. Yeah. Pardon? You're saying... Okay. His sperm um, actually is not able to produce a Y chromosome as much. So what you'll see is men over the age of 36 have more girl children than they do boys, mm. which, which explains why there's slightly more girls in the world than there are boys. 
because their sperm changes and they're not able to produce as many boys after that age. So there is a decline in their sperm. It does change. Their fertility also drops. It is a fact, but it's it's something that's not talked about as much as right. it is for women. So I just thought I'd, I'd tip that out there. Okay, okay. Um, well, I can guarantee it's definitely going to be some research done on that. Yeah, it's, it's true. Okay, okay. What else did you think about... Um, the uh, show. Um, let me see. Could you could you just remind me of some of the other talking points? Okay, because they they talked about um, you you did hit on the age, and you're saying basically the fertility of a man. But what about the mindset of a woman as she gets older, and um, saying that older women want to um, because I know a lot of older women that want to be married. I also know older women that are saying that the guys aren't really worth shit, and so why even go for it? What do you think about that? Um, I, I can see it from from both sides. I, I don't know. For me personally, I think there is a market for older women to get married, but it goes back to what um, Mr. Research was saying. So where I'm from, typically people don't get married in their early 20s, even their mid-20s. It tends to be once you hit your late 20s, your early 30s, that's when you start getting married. But then it's weird because when these guys are talking, they're saying as soon as you hit 30, you know, it's so much harder for you to get married and you're going to have to make all these sacrifices as to, you know, who you can and can't marry. And to me, that just, I don't know, that concept seems slightly bizarre because here that's sort of normal. That's what you do. You do get married sort of your early 30s, maybe 32, 33. Yeah. Your 20s primarily are just, you're having fun, you're traveling, different experiences. It's not on people's mind to get married at those ages. So would you say that that was men and women? Because I know in America, once you hit past 30 um, as a woman, your whole family's looking at you. When are you going to get married? You're uh and it's mostly uh, your family, for the most part. Um, most of your family, when are you going to get married? Um, if you bring, God forbid, you bring a man home. Um, well, are you are you guys planning on taking it to the next level? And it's like, well, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That I can relate to. And that I can relate to through my family. Because I think with the older generation, then definitely they're like, you know, you're, you should get married in your 20s. They're sort of pushing it from the time you're in your early 20s. Right. They start talking about marriage and when are you going to find this person? So my dad, definitely, he's always sort of pushing that marriage concept onto me. But then in our generation, it's not really something that we've embraced. For men and women, we all roughly get married at the same age. And there may be sort of slight age difference in regards to who you get married to. So a woman may get married to a guy who's maybe three, four years older, but it's not like all these 33-year-old guys are out here marrying 22-year-old women or something. No, it's generally like a couple of years either way. Or even with women who might be, you know, 33, might marry a 31-year-old or a 29-year-old. Let me ask you this question, Jessica. Um, how old are you, if you don't mind my asking, if you don't want to answer this, mind you? I'm, I'm 24. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, 
Okay, with you being 24, um, you're still basically at the prime of your life. Um, you can pretty much run the world at 24 because I kind of feel like your options would be um, way more. Um, you you have way more options than I do as a 40 year old woman, right? So, yeah. as a 40 year old woman, I'm in. I'm not gonna say I'm in the best shape of my life because I'm not, but I'm still uh, a pretty decent shape. Um, I don't really feel like I look 40. I'm okay. You know, I feel you like. Look yeah, I feel like I'm still able to attract men, but the quality of the men that I, well, no, I ain't gonna just say I attract bums and shit like that. I don't wanna say that. <laughs> but I would kind of feel like um, most men that are looking to deal with me in a certain sense probably wouldn't be looking at me for marriage versus looking at you. Um, you're still at a great age to have kids. You're probably, um, or well, I don't know if you're easier to train or whatever because <laughs> you're a mature twenty-four year old. But um, when you get a woman in her forties, like with me being in my forties and have never been married, and me running my own household, you pretty much aren't going to come and tell me, "Well, you need to do this, you need to do that," da -da 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 -da, and me not feel a certain type of way about it because I am used to running my own household. I am used to doing things for myself and I've been independent for a long time. So it's kind of hard for me. Well, I'm not going to say it's necessarily hard, but at some point it was hard for me to just be like, okay, I'm going to submit to this man. I can trust this man enough to submit to versus and I'm, with 24 year olds. Um, Y'all haven't been through the same thing as a 40-year-old. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So do you feel like women should lower their standards as it pertains to um, older women should lower their standards if they want to get married? Like, I, I, I don't know. I think it's a tricky one. I don't think personally that you should lower your standards just to get married. I think as long as your standards are realistic and they're things that are important to you, then no, you shouldn't lower it okay. just for the sake of getting married. It's one of those ones where you have to look internally and say, what's more important to me? The things that make me happy in life, which are why my standards are there, because that is what would make me happy or get, getting married. Which one holds more value in your life? Okay. So I think if at 45 you're saying, you know, I want a guy who's a millionaire, he has to be able to spend this much time with me, we have to go on this many holidays every year, he has to do this, that and the other. If your expectations and your standards are unrealistic, then I think there's definitely room to sort of bring those standards down and compromise. But if your standards are just the basic things that any woman should want, then I don't think people should lower their standards. No. Okay. Um, I, I kind of feel the same way. I do feel like every woman and every, um, every person, hopefully they're able to bring, um, if they're looking to get married after a certain point, they should definitely be able to bring the bare necessities to a relationship. And I'm talking about femininity, um, their own um, houses, cars, certain things that should just kind of be a given. Um, yeah. But as it pertains to if you've gotten to be 45 
and you're looking for the millionaire with the uh with the Porsche and the six pack, I I, I do kind of feel like the the chances are gonna be a little bit slimmer versus um a woman in her twenties in the best shape of her life looking for these same type of dudes. I think even sometimes, don't get me wrong, people my age are unrealistic in the things that we look for. So you do have even even sometimes for a woman my age to look for those things. So the millionaire, he's driving a Porsche or Ferrari and this, that and the other. That can be realistic for someone my age as well. So I think right. even no matter what age you are, you have to keep your expectations and your standards in line with your worth. And sometimes that's a hard concept to come to terms with. Because there are people out there who overvalue themselves and you've got women who undervalue themselves. So they'll settle right. for less than they deserve. And that to me is, I don't know, it's, it's not something I'd want to do or I like to see. I like to see someone get their worth. So I'd, I tell women, listen, up your standards if necessary. Right. Don't just lower all your standards for the sake of having a man. And I don't know, maybe it's easy for me to say because I'm 24, but <laughs> yeah, having, I, a man, I can say that. having a man is not, is not that important for you to lower your standards. And is it worth being miserable, but you have a man? Well, is that worth it? Well, I would say this um, at a certain point, we as women have to look um, at a certain quality of life and being able to provide ourselves with a certain quality of life, being able to pro provide our children with a certain quality of life. Now, if I'm looking at um, a man with swag and he he's able to dress and he's um, got the Jordans and the true religions and um, all this old fly shit, but he's not really, really able to provide or if he's able to provide, and I'm looking for him to make a hundred thousand or or more a year, and I'm at a certain point. That man may not be looking for me, but the guy who's making sixty a year, um, drives a Honda Accord, um, probably has decent credit. He might be checking for me, but I may overlook that man trying to reach for something that's probably not checking for me. And I think that's the point that a lot of guys are making within this space. What do you think about that? With with that, I can think, in my mind, that seems like a decent compromise. Yeah. Because it's not as though you're settling for something terrible. You're just settling for something that's average or maybe even slightly just above average. Right. You know, so I don't see that as a bad deal. That's what I call realistic expectations. That's a realistic compromise and realistic standards to me. Yeah. So when men say things like that, then I can I can definitely get where they're coming from. But at the same time, when these guys start talking as though they've got all these options, so they think that at, you know, 45 or 50, that they can come and marry someone my age just because they've got money and good credit, it, it doesn't work like that. There are very few girls my age who are going to be willing to settle for that. And when we do settle for things like that it's purely for the money 
Well, I, I want to say that I kind of disagree with that. Now, I, I do agree that it will definitely be for the money and what that man is able to provide if it's probably someone your age marrying a, a, a really older guy or whatever. So, But I kind of feel like that man has to come to a conclusion that this woman is probably not going to be in it for the sake of true love and pure love. It'll be for somebody who can provide a better lifestyle for her. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's... But to me, I, I can't understand why a guy would settle for that. Um, me, that's that's to me that's degrading. So it it sort of perplexes me as to how a guy can come to terms with that and find that acceptable because the the attraction isn't there for him. The attraction is there for the lifestyle and the money. And but for the fact that he has that money, you she wouldn't look twice at him. So I don't understand how someone could come to terms with that. I don't know. Maybe it's me as a prideful person. I wouldn't be able to accept something like that. So I can't understand how someone else would. Let me wait, wait. Let me tell y'all about the time I tried to date an older man. Hilarious. <clears throat> so I had just got out of the military and um, I was working for an interior finishing firm. So they basically do like floor ceiling shit like that, right? And I was staying with my mom. Um, this was probably like one of my first jobs out of the military. And so my boss was like, um, he had one of his clients wanted to take me out. And so the guy was like in his 50s. And I want to say I was like 25, 26. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I've never dated an older man. Fuck it. Let me just see what it's like. Right. So he picks me up and we go to the casino. So we get to the casino. He gives me $100. He tells me to go gamble or whatever. So we go off our, and, and we go our own separate ways. We go gamble. I lose the money fairly quickly. I come back. We go to dinner. And so as we're walking through the lobby, um, we run into some people that he knows. And it was some older women. And I don't, it was something really strange about it because it seemed like he was probably giving money to these women or something. It was weird. It was weird shit. But he put his hand on my lower back and I was so freaking disgusted. I was like, oh, hell no. I was so disgusted and I was like, ew, this is disgusting. I felt like I had hit a new low in my life and so I just could never go with it. So, <laughs> so, Wait, Gab uh, Talk Media says, uh, will you record a voicemail for his um, message? <laughs> okay, the accent thing. Tell him to come to England. We all sound like this. <laughs> There'll be like a million people to record a voicemail message for him. Gab, you heard her. <laughs> but yeah, um... oh gosh. Uh... And I, I, I think... Um, sort of what you were saying just then I think it can almost be degrading for the woman in that sort of scenario as well because it's like the thing that you mentioned where he put his hand on your lower back Man. when he saw these other women and it's almost as though you feel like in, in well in my mind it came back to being almost like a showpiece 
Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it was disgusting. Like I was like, I, I, I still cringe to this day. Like, ugh, <laughs> I can't believe I went out with that guy. And it's just like for me, I, I personally couldn't do that, and most people that I know couldn't do it. And I think yeah. you may think about it, but you try it just like in your scenario, and you'd be like, oh no, it's, it's not for me, sort of thing. I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. And just on different levels, the connection that you have with someone. When I talk to some a guy who's like 45 or 50 or whatever, our connection is so limited. We are literally from um, different generations. So when I'm making references to, you know, just when you have small talk, so things that you watched growing up, your experiences, this, that and the other, that connection isn't there. I can't have a connection with someone that age that I could have with someone closer to my age. So I think for me personally, I'd, the max and what I prefer to date is someone who's around 30. Mm -hmm. So maybe like from 28 to 32. That's right. my preferred category because he's a bit older. He's a bit mature, but he's not so far removed from my way of life right I still have that connection but I get the maturity I get hopefully that intelligence I get the other things that I want when I'm looking for a relationship or that I'd look for in a husband okay okay well this concludes our show I want to thank you all so much for joining us Jessica thank you so much for coming back up I know it's kind of hard to get you in. Um, thank you, honey. Thank you, Mr. Research. Thank you, Donnie. Thank you, um, Kevin. Thank you, Roger Report. And I, I swear I'm missing somebody, but uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, me and Concrete don't know if we'll do another show before the year is out. Hopefully we will. But if not, we'll see you guys in the new year. I hope you guys got all your Christmas shopping out the way. If you celebrate, if you don't, happy holidays. Just take the time and enjoy your families. And thank you for joining us. And we'll see you guys soon. Y'all have a good one.